Pokémon. Homophobia, <laughs> sex is oppression, Utah liquor laws. No, fuck, fuck this. Yeah, fuck that song. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. So, Hello. you guys have heard me and Corey sing, because we went into like a 40-minute Christmas jam during Christmas time, oh, which yeah. most likely is edited like out. like half of it, but y'all still had to listen to the other half. <laughs> yeah, every day, Corey and I sing ridiculous songs together. And in case you're wondering who that third voice is... What? Um, we have a surprise for you guys today. But first, we have to introduce who the fuck we are. This is Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? Uh-huh, uh-huh. We are your freaky, slutty, wonderful host. I'm Channa. I'm Corey. And today we have a guest star. A guest star. Jordan. Jordan. You know him. You know him. I can insert that. DJ Jordan. DJ Jordan. You guys know Jordan. You love Jordan. He's my beb. I'm going to marry him. In He's fact, been featured in like three other episodes in the background. Yeah. Of him there, scaring and us in normally. One secret episode that will come for, forth later. Yeah. Stupid audio. Stupid like, fucking audio. I swear to God, every time I listen to the episodes, I'll be like, here's the part where I scared them, and then it's edited out. I'm like, ugh. Oh, sorry. Oh, yes. Oh, because it okay. usually follows by us getting off topic forever. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are like, Usually, yeah. It's Jordan, probably like nuts. Jordan scares us at least twice an episode. It's yeah. cool. But yeah, he is our guest episode I have today. I a confession to make. It was me fucking with you last time. The door. Mm-hmm. The door. <laughs> we knew was it was. That in? Did I leave that in? Yeah, you left it okay, in because you guys were like, Ooh. yeah. We yeah, don't yeah. even know anymore. We get scared so much. Yeah. But today is a very special Utah edition episode because we all live in Utah. Yes. I guess, and yeah. <laughs> we are all We've oppressed to live by here Utah. For a bit. It's okay. We had to buy champagne before 9 p.m. because we live in Utah. I literally had to like drive <laughs> to the fucking store. There's only like three places in a 10 mile radius that I could buy alcohol. And luckily, one's block away from our warehouse. So this is true, yeah. but pretty, I didn't, I forgot that one. So. I'm Damn. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you live like anywhere in the United States except for like maybe one other state, yeah, you can, like go to the like grocery store. Like when you come to Utah, if you ever are so blessed. To come to this blessed yes. land. Ew. Um, yeah, the, the state parks are great. Yeah, yeah state true. parks Mom, are pretty. It's, awesome. it's uh, pretty Yosemite, for the most part. Um, but yeah, like, don't expect to be able to find wine uh, or anything. Search, in, search on Google state liquor store and get that liquor before 7 or 10 p.m. Yes. Yeah, forget about Sunday. Nope. Just, but yeah. Just yeah. kill yourself. Or holidays. So like t- any holiday that exists. Or like Sundays. Even, Did you say Sundays? Even like fucking yeah. Flag Day. Yeah. They're like, nah. Yeah, if the banks are closed, <laughs> the state liquor store is closed. Yeah. So, yes. So we're doing Utah episode today. So welcome to our very spooky, slutty Utah episode. Yes. We're going to start off today's episode with some motherfucking announcements. Announcements. Oh, Simone in here? Yeah, Simone is gracing us. Simone. She's like, everyone's here. Okay, so I mentioned this last week. I'm mentioning it this week. And I, I'm going to mention it next week. Yes. So get this in your motherfucking heads. 
please leave a review on iTunes, and you need to send me a screenshot through Instagram, Facebook, or email yes. of your review, and I'm going to add you to our $50 Amazon gift card raffle. You have until April 30th to leave your review and send us a screenshot. Winners will be announced on Instagram on May 1st and in our episode that will be released on May 6th. So if you don't send me a screenshot, mm -hmm. I can't find you. Again, like Chana told me today at work, like, we got 11 reviews, but like two screenshots. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So, and I don't know who you guys are because unless your Instagram handle matches your iTunes handle, I can't find you. And we're not doing that connection. So please, if you leave a review, even if it's just a rating, screenshot it and send it to me and I'll add you to the raffle. Ooh, and maybe again, we'll do something where like if you actually leave a review, we'll give you like two raffles. Okay. Yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Okay. Yeah. So leave us. So if you rate us, whatever, however many stars you want to rate us, one star, five stars, whatever you bitch, send us a screenshot <laughs> of that. Um, but if you also leave a review, send us a screenshot of your yeah, review. Yeah, like if you write something and leave the fi the five-star rating. Then you're counted as two. Because <laughs> only five stars. Or three stars. In, in your guys' last podcast, you said don't do an email. Well, I'm cha I changed that. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I yeah. changed it because right, cool. um, I, I check Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and email every single day. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I, cool. I decided. Yeah, we're getting. I'm checking Twitter and Instagram now, too. Yeah, so cool. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email. You can reach us all through any source you could ever want. You could write me a fucking letter. I don't give a fuck. Just send it to us oh, somehow. Cute. Oh my no. god, send us a letter. <laughs> we don't have a PO box yet. Here so. is our address. <laughs> oh wait, don't send us a letter. So you our can, address is six 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 Fake Street. So you can find us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is anyways how's your sex life. And our Twitter and Facebook handle is AHYSL Podcast. And our uh, website is AHYSLpodcast.com. So contact us. So do it motherfuckers yeah. and if you do if you send us a screenshot you could possibly win a 50 dollar amazon uh, gift card 50 dollar gift card do you know what you could buy 50 dollars voodoo chips voodoo dildos chips. at least two dil well ugh, two cheap dildos two, two cheap dildos you porn guys, dvds porn you guys should just send voodoo chips like fuck the 50 dollars oh well we told them chips. if you They're also so send good. us your address we will also send you voodoo oh, chips okay. voodoo fair chips, enough y'all and uh <laughs> They're so good. and a hand drawn paint pa drawing of Corey's scrotum and my scrotum oh my scrotum's cute <laughs> and my gangster clip Corey's cute scrotum and my gangster clip we'll send you how about like a picasso -esque? i don't have big balls though so it's like not fun how about a collage what of scrotums your, what does okay. your clitoris look like i've never been able to find it that's true jordan's never been able to find never, my clit in the vagina hole is it in the vagina pull out the pillow <laughs> pull out vicky rogers <laughs> six right pillow. Right yes here. vicky i know you're listening to this episode just know Corey is currently holding the pillow i am touching the pee pee hole. Yes, right. he's touching the pee pee hole. All right, now flick the bean and we'll give you a rating. Ooh, Ooh ten, good job. Six, six, six. <laughs> okay, and. Someone, the first person who's listening to this is like, what the fuck? Yeah, if this is, if if this this is, is the first, first episode, episode it's like, hmm. go back. <laughs> Here, you, Yeah, if this is the first episode, pause. Go back like pause, three. Smoke a bowl. Yeah. Then hit play. Hit a shot. Take a shot, <laughs> not hit a shot. So I have just one shout out to give today. Mainly because we have a million trillion things to talk about. And yes. last week I gave like 100,000. So our scissoring spirit sister, Hiram, who we oh, know cute. and love. Corey and I have known Hiram for almost six years now. Hiram is what introduced Corey and I to tarot and all these wonderful mm -hmm. things. He's the, one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met truly. in my entire life. Um, he's now, hilarious. Hey, Hiram, truly. He's listening. So he's well. hilarious yeah. and he's a cutie. Hiram, he's, he's beautiful. Y'all, you think we are funny? Listen to Hiram. Literally, Hiram is as funny as all three of us. See, yeah, we should just, together. Hiram should create like a solo podcast, no which no is joke. him talking. Like, we're, not, not, him. we're not even praising him. Yeah. In, like, no joke. Hiram's probably the funniest person that exists yeah. in this world. Yeah. 
Watching scary movies with them was it's like fucking hilarious. Is my is my favorite activity. I hope they come watch Hereditary with us. Oh yeah, I need to text Hiram about that. Yeah. So Hiram, I, I Davis probably won't. In, in Davis. Davis is out of town this weekend. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. Oh yeah. So, anyways, yeah. my shout out was to Hiram because he drew a picture of Toulouse for me, and it's yeah. unbelievable, guys. He it's completely really captured the spirit and soul of Toulouse in a mm-hmm. picture. I'm gonna post on Instagram this next week. Corey, put that in the thing. Um, Hiram, he <laughs> is a an amazing artist. We're not just saying this because he's because he's our one of our best friends, but truly he's an amazing artist. Yeah. And you should go check him out. His Instagram handle is I'm gonna spell it out for you to make sure y'all get it right. It's H Y A M E N E R O underscore A R T, and that's his regular art Instagram account. And then he has a fan art Instagram account where he creates pictures of like fat pokemon and it's like chubby pokemon it's the cutest thing in the whole world and that is at hy underscore f-a-n-a-r-t again i'm spelling this out so you guys can actually go and find it because it's worth it because his art is unreal anyways faggot fact okay faggot fact so for the past like three or four weeks i've been promising y'all just a fun ass quick faggot fact and this is a quickie and this is a quickie and this is a fun one and it's about like fun stuff basically sex you get into like really serious <laughs> hiv facts right now we're like, like, like here's so the quickie i'm HIV like have you kills ever this seen many people uh, every day. oh sorry <laughs> you're just like here's a quick one HIV kills this many people <laughs> every single day. Uh, it's a very serious thing. I will do. I will do stuff like that eventually. But today's but, a fun yeah. episode. We've been pretty. I've been like. I've been like somberly serious, and then like super factual, like yeah. serious. The past few. Fact Mine's facts. very serious. Today. Oh no. It is. Oh yeah, and yours is gonna be serious. So yeah, y'all, we're gonna have fun right now. Mine is titled "The Best Gay Sex Position." Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is uh, from a pool of like I think it was like five thousand or six thousand gays, and then we were also just gonna all of us are just gonna put in our fun like you know two cents, sixty nine cents, or sixty nine cents into this. So um, we're gonna go basically over like five or sorry nine. Different 69. positions, but five of them we're just gonna quickly go through them because we all know them, y'all. So yeah. one, doggy missionary, style. two, doggy style, Kay. three, spooning. Oh yeah. Four, cowboy, five, yeah. reverse cowboy, yeah. or yeah. cowgirl. So ow, ow. um the first one, missionary, we all know what that is. If you don't know what that is, just like You go do know what that it. is. Yeah. Like <laughs> you've crash had your sex car into like the next person near you and then start looking it up. Doggy style, we all know what doggy style is. It's the hottest one. I actually like yeah. Um so I looked up um one for straight men and straight men uh, like doggy style most in yes. two in two things. <laughs> I think it's hot too. I fucking love it. Especially, it's the yeah, it's the instacum for Jordan. Yeah, like Ooh. we can go for like two hours. We Jordan go for two can... hours. Ooh, why? Why Jordan? Why is it so? I don't know. I think it's because like I've looked into it a little bit and like research, from my pornhub from my from pornhub dot com. Uh-huh. No, I've looked into it a little bit and I've also like just from my own experience yeah. pumping. Um, I think it's because like the angle of everything, yeah. you're my entire. <laughs> Corey's like, like, I'll be right back. <laughs> you just... So like, like two things, two things. First one is like my entire penis can go in like tip, un- tip to tip to tip, tip to root. Nice. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> root. Tip to root Ew. is it completely is can completely like be submerged submerged into yeah. pussy juice <laughs> into pussy juice. Um, this is getting gross. Se- <laughs> second reason. <laughs> second reason is because I can like grab. <laughs> I can grab Chana's hips and just mm. like go, just go for to town. It. Just go for it. Nice. And like, like it's the motion when like the hips are like slamming yeah, against their thighs. Chana like helps too because she just like. Oh yeah, she's like I'm going back while you're going forward. Like yeah, like totally. our upstairs, like side, like next door, downstairs, 
neighbors they all hear just like they all start they are they all start whacking it too oh totally like in my last apartment i lived in i was like sitting there doing homework and i just heard like from downstairs and i was just like oh yeah that hot guy the hot guy he was falling i saw him through the window he fell asleep with his hands in his pants i was like damn because you could stare directly into the living room and walk into jordan's house and like they set up the couch like just perfect like you walk in there i walk i walked in and I saw them like dry humping on the yeah, couch like uh-huh. multiple times. I was just like, fine. See, I always just made fine. direct eye contact with them. I'd walk up and he'd like shoot up at me and I'd be like, fuck. He was literally like asleep and his shirt was like halfway up and hot. his hands were in his pants. And I was like, hot. Jesus. <laughs> so anyways, like, doggy style. Na- next is okay, so cowgirl. Yeah, doggy style. I like doggy style too. I think it is uh, for the gay reason. I like, I just love, because at the same time you can just like sort of see their balls and dick Mm. flailing around oh yeah yeah it's like yeah like r2d2 yeah if only tyler were here right now he would just be doing that he's probably doing that right he's now he's probably doing that right now no he's um, making some like bird screech sound um, so right cowboy now. reverse cow reverse cowboy or cowgirl <laughs> um those are hot i like those i actually like i like cowboy because like that's like when you can do the best choking Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I but, guess missionary. But too. I like reverse because then like you'd be arching your back and like Jordan would choke me as I'm arching yes. my back. Oh, yes. oh, and, yeah, and girl. If you're, like really flexible <clears> as <throat> the as the or sorry, if you're really flexible as the sorry like arched backwards. So like because we're we're yeah. doing these so, yeah. sex positions as we talk. No, it's like so hot if you're so the one who's like the receiver. Yeah, yeah. Um, will mm-hmm. be like you know ambiguous about it. Um, yeah. If you're the receiver and yeah, you're like sitting on top, you can arch your back and they can pull you down. Yes. You. God, yes. Or for daddy. me, because my hair is so long, he can like grab me by like my oh, hair and fuck. pull me down. Oh. It's hot. Just slap you. Yeah. God damn. Next. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay. Now we we're getting go. into the lesser known things. So I will explain. I will explain what these positions you're like, are like. The grilled cheese. We're like, what? <laughs> I'm like the Scooby snack. Um, the okay, flying so Dutchman. Here we go. The first one is the bodyguard, and it's basically just standing, just standing sex. Mm-hmm. And the bodyguard, particularly with standing sex, is where you have the receiver or or the giver is right behind the receiver. Okay. And just you, you know, that's just like a classic sex position where yeah. they have yeah. like the girls, like or guys, like one of their legs is hiked up, and then you get the angle like straight <clears throat> up, yeah, yeah. Little, like you know, hole. It's a good one. It's a good one. I like um, I like it too because you get a lot more like body contact and mm-hmm. like their chest and and bellies like on your back. It's really hot. I like that. Um, the next one is suspended Congress. So, and th- this is basically where you have like the big guy and the little guy, and the big guy's holding the little guy up, you know, and okay. the little guy has his like, um, his legs over the guy's shoulder, and the and the and the big guy's like holding him and just like fucking him, just Whoa. like in total control. It's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have scary. it. Um, oh, I actually did do this with uh, Law Daddy. Oh, uh, nice. With Law Daddy, like. Were you the top or ago. the bottom? Oh, it was bottom, though. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Hot. Was yeah. he a big guy? Um, he's not he's not terribly big, but yeah, you can still do it. Go him. Nice. Fuck yeah, I'm mm-hmm. fucking huge. So yeah. <laughs> you're tall. Um, and then the next one is Arch. So basically, what this is is you know how like in middle or like not middle school, but in elementary school when you would walk around like a crab. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the 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 bottom is like a crab. So that there's space between the floor or the bed and okay. his butt. Oh, okay. And then the in the top will slip under the guy. And then basically, so like. Oh, like arches both, back. Yeah. So, so both of your backs are toward, or sorry, both of your backs are towards the bed. Okay. And you're just basically looking at each other and both of your, your y'all are arched. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it's very uncomfortable. Like, yeah, so it can be <laughs> it can a be workout. a little difficult, and it's a workout at the same time because you'll both have to be very flexible. That's like a yoga, like a yogi sex move. Yeah, and it's actually best too if like 
um, the top is actually bent at the knees. So his like legs are folded underneath him. And that's really hard to like not get a cramp. Yeah. And do that. So drink water before. So drink water and get some like, you know, or orange juice for some calcium and shit. Go to yoga. Yeah, go do yoga. But yeah, it, it's a hot one too because you just like dicks are just flailing. It's hot. Mm. Um, well, let's jump into my spooky scoop yes. and then we'll do Jordan's. Fart fact. Fart fact. Because Jordan's very straight. <laughs> I need those farts. <laughs> I think they're so farts. funny. <laughs> so we're gonna, my spooky scoop is way more serious than oh, no. sex positions. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's like get serious. So on. everyone. Uh, yes. And then we'll end off unserious. Then we'll end off on fart jokes. Get but sad. For now, quick. we're going to talk about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some serious stuff. So two episodes <clears throat> ago, I started my human trafficking spooky scoop. Um, series and I first talked about sex trafficking which is the most commonly known human trafficking type is sex trafficking. Today I'm going to talk about domestic servitude slaves pretty much. So what is domestic servitude? So domestic servitude is the seemingly normal practice of live and help that is used as a cover for exploitation and control of someone usually from another country. It's a form of forced labor but it also warrants its own category of slavery because of the unique context and challenges it presents. So victims of domestic servitude may appear to be nannies or other types of domestic help. Um, You know, they often perform a range of tasks in private homes, including cooking and cleaning, laundry, taking care of children, taking care of old people, running errands, you know, just all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Some domestic workers also live in their employees' homes, um, and they are often considered on call to undertake work for their employer 24 hours a day. So they're like constantly at the will of their employer. Now the pay is often very, very, very low um, with wage payments frequently delayed. Some domestic workers may not be paid at all or only receive a payment in kind such as food or, or accommodation. Oh shit. Okay, so when does this become slavery? This happens when employers stop domestic workers from leaving the house, don't pay wages, use violence as threats, or withhold their identity documents and limit their contact with family and force them to work. So pretty much it goes from, you're my nanny that I'm paying you very little to nanny my kids, to like, oh, you can't contact your outside family, you're stuck here, you can't do anything, I'm going to hold this against you, this and that, like, I'm going to hurt you, you owe me money. Mm, So it just starts becoming a very intense manipulation, and they get trapped, and they don't know what to do. And most of the time, like I talked about, these are people from other countries that come in, and so they don't have family here. Half the time, they don't even speak the same language as the people they're nannying for. It becomes a really... Comes a situation that's pretty much slavery. Okay, so where does this happen? So this happens all over the world. Um, 80% of them are women, and the majority of them are underage, who this happens okay. to. Um, so that's important to know. Only 20% are men. I mean, Ooh. this makes sense to me because, like, yeah. you think of, like, the house cleaners or the cooks or the nannies that are, like, live at the rich people's houses are always, like, underage little girls pretty much. Um, There have been several cases of various legal and undocumented workers traveling to the United States under the pretense of real employment, and then they're forced into slavery. Um, One example is the story of Maria and Sandra Berdan of Laredo, Texas. Laredo, Texas? Laredo. Laredo. I didn't say it right. Too bad. Laredo, Texas. Thank you, Corey, from Texas. Where is Laredo, Texas, in comparison to Waco, Texas? It's in in Texas. Every single time I ask anyone... Who's from Texas? Where is something in Texas? Like, I don't fucking know. Texas is, Texas like, is so, so fucking huge. huge. So <laughs> fucking huge. I should know where Laredo is because it's pretty, it's like, it's talked about a lot. So, I just really? don't know. So, okay. And we're going to talk about it again because this story takes place in Laredo, Texas. Fuck is that yes. where King of Wait, the Hill takes place? It might. Uh, I think Laredo is where um, Texas Tech is. Oh. Some, okay. Somebody's like, nah, you bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Someone from Texas, Texas is like, 
But, but you know what? Something's happened in Laredo. So in The Slave Next Door, we learn of Sandra. She is an upper middle class mother with a solid brick home and manicured lawn. So like super basic girl. Like, oh yeah, I do basic Pilates. Basic Texas Laredo you know, girl. <laughs> just that type of bitch. Now she wanted a housemaid and a nanny, but she didn't want to pay a lot for the services. So she traveled to Mexico where she promised a set of parents that uh, she'd provide an education for their daughter in the United States if they let her take her daughter back with her just to mm. work. So like, hey, your daughter's growing up in like a really shitty area. I'll take her to my Laranado, Texas manicured lawn house. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give her a wonderful education. All she needs to do is like change my kid's diaper. The parents are like, yeah, bitch, go take her. So she smuggled their daughter, Maria, into the United States, and Im- but immediately imprisoned her in Texas. Sandra, currently serving a life sentence for trafficking in persons, um, sprayed Maria with pepper spray, hit her with brooms and bottles, Shit. and she even sexually assaulted Maria with a oh. gardening tool. Um, <gasps> Wait, Sandra what? even chained Maria to a pole in the backyard and fed her dog poop. Um, a neighbor looked at Maria in the backyard and saw what was going on and they alerted authorities. <laughs> and I was just looking out the window and just seeing this girl like, like, tied to a post. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and Leonardo, <laughs> Leonardo, Texas, wherever the fuck it Leonardo is. DiCaprio, Texas. And Leonardo DiCaprio, Texas. Leonardo DiCaprio, Texas. This is happening. <laughs> so the neighbor like called police and he's like, yo, what's going on? So the police rolled up and they arrested Sandra. And like I said, she's currently serving a life sentence yeah, for human trafficking. And this is common. This is not uncommon. Like people will go seek out cheap labor for nannies. They'll mm-hmm. take. The, they'll bring in those people from. You know, it's in the Philippines a lot of the time, or in Mexico uh-huh. and this and that. They'll bring them in, and they'll like immediately turn them into slaves. The power just gets to their head. And a lot yeah. of time, they like will manipulate them, being like, "Oh, well, you owe me money because oh. I paid for your travel expenses, and I'm giving you a place to live. So you need to pay off this debt Ooh. before I even consider Fuck. letting you go." Ugh. And there's a lot of manipulation, and also like these people are undocumented, yep. so there's no laws really protecting them. There's no. nothing protecting them at all they don't have friends they don't have family they don't even speak the same language so they're essentially alone and stuck in a situation i mean it's all sorts of fucked up so like i mentioned during my sex trafficking spooky scoop and i will also mention this in every single sex trafficking or human trafficking spooky scoop if you know something say something because there are organizations all around the world who are fighting human trafficking every single minute of every single day you need to stay informed and you cannot ignore this issue because this is such a huge issue that people don't talk about human trafficking whether or not it's sex trafficking or this domestic servitude or slavery it's happening right now for all you know your neighbor could be doing this to someone right now so just be alert stay informed don't ignore the issue and any tip that you have it could save a life Human trafficking. Human trafficking. Serious okay. no. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> Let's get into Jordan's fart fact because yes. he's our special guest today. Yes. So I'm talking about fart facts because I, yeah, I fart. He but loves farting. It's important. I fart a lot. It's a part of who I am. He is 99% fart. I'm 99%, 99% fart. 1% love. 1% love of Chana. That's literally it. <laughs> I don't think he's Wait, capable of loving anyone else. You're 98.9% farts. 1% love for Chana, 0.01% love for Simone. Yeah, it's true. That is accurate. And yeah. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, your mother will never listen to this podcast. Yeah, she will never listen to this. <laughs> she doesn't need you. She beat cancer. She doesn't need anyone. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need oh, yeah. your fart love. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have talked about it, but my mom just beat cancer. Yeah. And it was very... Was we can edit it out. Sorry yes. if I brought that up. No, it's good. Okay. No, okay, cool. Okay. It's yeah, good we haven't talked about that on podcast. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. Yeah. Yes, my mom beat cancer. She's awesome. 
Okay, so yes, everyone, really. here is some fart facts, some good old-fashioned fart facts. <laughs> Someone right now is like, delete, <laughs> they're like, unfollow, They're like, lock. unfollow. They're hitting the fast forward 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, I don't want to hear about farts. <laughs> Jesus But like every Christ. 30 second mark, Jordan it, makes a fart joke. So it's like, yeah. no matter what it's they like, do, it's, it's always like worth it. 30 second fart, 30 second fart. Well, oh yeah, I was listening to your podcast the other day, and like every time that I would like skip forward, we a would say bit, fuck. You would say fuck. It was like fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 we fuck. We say fuck, fuck so fuck, much. Fuck, 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 <laughs> And it was, exactly. I was like, and I like was like what? And I like rewound, and then I tried it again. And it was like fuck, 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 fuck. Maybe we'll grow out of it. Maybe we won't. Um, I'm proud of it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> okay, um, so fart fact, fart fact number one. Yeah. Um, so the rancid, rotten egg smell <gasps> comes from a so gas color. Called hydrogen sulfide, cute, which makes up only one percent of your fart. So only that little itty bitty oh. tiny percent of fart oh, is a stinky. And she just knocks so hard. And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but apparently women's farts have more hydrogen sulfide in them, what? and so they are stinkier. Uh, fart pack number four, which is hilarious, because like I told my mom. Yeah, I've never heard Chana fart. And that's how the conversation started of me telling my mom that I want to marry Chana. <laughs> Naturally, that's how the conversation Naturally, would start. Because, like, every conversation like starts with farts. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my fart fact. Very Cute. simple. Yay. Well, thank you for those fart facts, Jordan. Corey, what a wonderful, fun fa- faggot fact. And Faggots. human trafficking, stop it while you can. Now, yeah. sex positions. Farting. F, F is for fun. <laughs> S is for not fun. Yeah, F like is, sex, yeah. sex trafficking, and not well, fun. other trafficking. <laughs> that was a downer. But farts and faggots. I was very sad, but farts very important to hear about. So we are going to take a quick ter- twerk slash pee slash champagne slash shot break, mm-hmm. and while we're taking this break, doing you know all the raunchy things that we normally do, yeah. you are going to hear some words from our, one of our podcast BFFs. So we'll see you in thirty seconds or so. Bye. Hello everyone! Have you ever found yourself looking for something to entertain yourself while at work, at church, or on a promising first date? We have just the thing for you! My name is Adam. My name is Cody. And my name is Jordan. All together now, ready? And, and we, we are, are the, the Bubble, Bubble Butt, Butt Podcast. Podcast. Comedy-based true crime show covering topics such as... Murder. Serial killers. Cults. Aliens. Paranormal. Masonry updates. Cryptids. To be honest, any topic we deem interesting. New episodes released every Sunday. And you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, almost anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Can't get enough of the main show? We also do a midweek irreverent banter show called Between, Between the Bumbles. Bumbles. Told you over until Sunday finally arrives. Okay, so yeah, we're just jumping into my supernatural shit. Let's go. Yes. Okay, so mine today is about like three random haunted places in Utah. Because Ooh, we're it's the Utah edition. Utah working together. Yes. Okay, so the first one is really, is actually like personal to us because we've been here, we've been tripping on acid here, and I'm so (laughs) glad I didn't know that this existed before we were tripping on acid in this camp. Yeah, I'm already (laughs) dreading what you're about to say because it's going to change every trip we've ever had up up No, seriously. So it's in Rock Canyon, and Ah. it's like right in Provo behind the like Mormon temple in Provo. It literally, like literally you could walk from the Mormon temple about like, six minutes and then be in the canyon it's yeah. also one of the prettiest places in the world to do it's acid it is really pretty it looks like acid. a pop-up book yeah. when you're on drugs oh especially ooh were you during there fall. that one time what during fall well yeah during fall oh my god but yeah. there was this one time where we were in doing acid and the stadium lights from the football stadium were like totally just making us trip balls because it was like weirdly lighting up the canyon and it was like oh yeah was i crazy. was there it was crazy anyways yeah. okay 
So the ghost in the canyon um, is supposed to be a man um, who died while uh, rock climbing because a lot of rock climbing happens in Rock yeah. Canyon. Oh. And apparently it's actually most of the rock climbing places are pretty advanced yeah. oh. in, in uh, Rock Canyon. And so apparently this guy died while, uh, you know, doing some rock climbing. And what happens, though, is that people will be rock climbing or you'll just be like walking in the canyon and you'll see this person standing like <gasps> perpendicular to the ground or I guess parallel to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perpendicular to the cliff face. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he's looking right down at you and then he'll charge towards <gasps> you and then disappear. Or people will just be walking on the trail and look, you know, over 50 yards to the cliff face and see just a man running down the cliff face and then disappear right before he hits the ground. Thank God we are didn't know sure, this during acid. Are you sure that's just not a story from you doing acid in the canyon? I don't know. I don't that's know. so scary. <laughs> We've never had that. Like, that scary man is me and I was floating. Yeah. <laughs> so the second one is called Moon Lake. And Ooh, I want to go was, camping here. Yeah, so I think Channa mentioned it. We either were talking after the podcast last week or during the podcast you mentioned it. But um, it is about this. Uh, you'll just go camping here. And during the day, you'll see this girl appear to you. And she'll walk up to you, but she'll be dripping wet. Yes. Um, and other people have accounted that the girl is also bloated and blue sometimes. Ew! Like, it's what? just a dead body that walks uh, up ew, to ew, you. Ew, 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 um, But it's like a seven-year-old girl that walks up to you. And she will ask you to come follow her or help her and she'll either take you to the um she'll either Fuck take you to that. the lake where she jumped apparently jumped off or fell into the water and, and she drowned. drowned yeah or um when you she'll reach out her hand like to take you along and when you reach out to touch her she'll vanish <sighs> um and, and it's really mostly in the day that she'll appear to you we're going um but <laughs> at night no because at yes. night what you do is you'll you'll hear her running around. You'll hear, or, or maybe not her. I mean, noob. Yeah, um, you'll hear her running around. You'll hear uh, her laugh in the woods, and then you'll also hear like when you're falling asleep. Particularly, you'll hear screams and splashing coming from the lake. We're going, and it's her falling who has fallen in, like drowning again. So We're fuck going. that. I mean, I could have a girl dripping wet or bloated and look like a zombie come up to me in the middle of the day. I'd be like, this is spooky, but okay. Yeah. But like at night, fuck that. (laughs) You know, my biggest question about ghosts, and I would would think I would know the answer to this, but I don't. Why do ghosts like repeatedly go over how they die like over and well, over because again. Well, because in, uh, in like the whole lore of that or the science of that, I guess you could maybe Ghost argue science. is because sometimes it is just residual um, energy. Oh, yeah. So what you're seeing is not actually a spirit. It's just a ghost. It's just the residual energy that's repeating over and over that they died. Yeah. Or the spirit is locked in a loop because they have something unfinished. Yeah. Okay. Which I know that yeah. because I've helped ghosts finish yeah things and but move sometimes on, people but... say that it's just it's not even a spirit it is a ghost like it's just energy straight up energy, is that like yeah. so energy the... result of like something From... really bad happening yeah because like... like maybe she was pushed in or the fear that came some, into like, her really because shitty she fell energy and drowned. Yeah. yeah some like really bad energy just like bad in the or, or yeah or the place itself has some like you know electromagnetic energy mm. that trapped that or that like recreates what happened you know who knows you know and I don't specifically know. in utah where all this takes place there are so many native american burial grounds all around yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a whole nother level of depth to these horror horror um, or spooky stories spooky happenings 
spooky yeah, happenings. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about that a little bit in my segment, and you're going to hate the whole place where we live. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, get ready. We hate ourselves. I want to go camping at this place you're talking about, Corey, desperately. I would go camping there. I'm fine with Let's that. Let's do it this summer. Yeah, I could do that. I Can't would go. do that. It's Done. not that scary. We're going. <laughs> you're, like, up with a flashlight all night. Just, like, no. Nope. You're, like, fucking channel. <gasps> oh, okay, I how about this? just get thrown across the campsite. How about this, <laughs> listeners? Like, when Corey and I go camping here, we're going to bring, not our microphones, we're going to bring just a... Uh, well, just, we have our iPhones. A recorder and stuff, and we're going to talk. We're going to do a little episode there, a little bonus episode so there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, campfire episodes are kind of like how Camp- you're gonna do with the Ted Bundy thing. Or- yes. Yeah, we told them about that last Ted week. Oh yeah, cool. We're going on location for Ted, Ted Daddy. Bundy stuff. Ted Daddy. Okay, so last the last place. place that I'll talk about. Um, I'm gonna mention one other place after this, but I'm gonna do a whole episode on it. But the last place is called the Ben Lomond Hotel. Um, the Ben Lomond Hotel. It is known as one of the most haunted places in Utah. <gasps> we and have that- two hotels then that are. Cause I'm yeah, talking about and I one think today. this is like a good claim. It's like one of the most haunted hotels. What happened is there was this mother. Who I, I think she either hadn't been married before, hadn't been married ever, or she was married before. She had a son, and then she's gonna get married again. But basically, what happens is in room eleven o two. Ooh, spooky! Um, this mother, this lady, drowned in a bathtub on mm. her wedding night. Oh. So it doesn't know who, like, if she was killed by somebody, or if she killed herself, or if she just accidentally drowned in a bathtub. Who knows? You know, it can happen. Mm. I don't know. Do you hear that noise? Yeah, it's outside. No, no, no. It's a ghost. (laughs) Um, So uh, now guests who stay in the room will hear water uh, being splashed in the tub and they'll (gasps) go into the bathroom and there'll be no water. Or they'll see like water seeping out from the bathroom onto the rug and it'll be like a hallucination. (gasps) Or the water will just start randomly running in that room. Um, No, I'm spooked. They'll even see her. (laughs) Also, they'll even see her uh, like washing her hands and they'll just see her hands in the the sink. Oh, fuck that. So it'll be like just spirit hands from like the wrist down to Ah. the hand. Yeah, to their fingertips, just like being washed, and that's basically what they see from her. They'll just like hear some things and shit like that. But then how? And but then the story gets even like more t- twisted because after this happens, a few days later, um, in the legend, the the son of this mother, um, or the lady who killed herself on her wedding night, um, what happened is he goes and stays in the room next to her. I think it's eleven o three instead of eleven o one. And he goes and he shoots himself in that room. Oh shit! Just, like, out of the grief oh, of her no. dying. And so, again, with that, you can hear the gunshot. Other people in, on the level will hear, hear the gunshot. Oh, my God. Um, they'll also see, like, again, like, the blood splatter <gasps> that was on the walls will reappear oh. in the people at night. That would fuck with yeah, me. Yeah, or they'll just <laughs> see him standing in their room at night. Hell. Like, fuck that. Hell I, I no. Cannot, I cannot. Like, y'all, that's such, like, a, a trope of ghost stories is to like have a ghost just standing or like a dark silhouette standing but it's by the scariest bed. thing that is the scariest thing to me i like if i ever woke up with that we've already talked about yeah. like grandparents doing that i'm like fuck you grandparents do not do that to me like, like don't oh sit my on my God. fucking bed like do yeah. not i would I, I can't handle that i think i would probably like you know how you can get so scared like this is a real thing you can get so scared that you'll get like a gray lock yeah I'd like that would happen to me. Totally. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would go. Well, I already went through the whole standing thing. I've already been through that. Yeah. Which yeah. is bonus episode I Halloween not, number I could two. Not, like, channel, I would, uh, I couldn't do that. I'd have like a heart problem. But I'll, I'm telling you, after That's going scary. through what I went through, I would much rather a ghost like scream in my ear to wake me up than just stare at me because like no. <laughs> no it's because waking up no no no, no. listen it's because I mean, wake- yeah i guess they're just, they're they're still an anticipation and like anticipation. unknown of what they're gonna do yeah exactly that's true and that's the whole thing like waking up 
feeling like you're being stared at instead of waking up from being yelled at is um, two different things. That's sort of true because the scare will also release the release the dread yeah. in you, and that's like a whole horror movie yeah. trope. Yeah, exactly. Thing too. Yeah. So I would that's much true. I would much rather but again. I don't know. I don't know. None of the above, though. <laughs> None of the above. Again, no, yeah. Would you rather wake up with something screaming in your ear, or you wake up and you see a shadow in the corner staring at you? Scream in the ear. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have something screaming in the ear. Definitely. This happens should, tonight. Like, We're so should, fucked. We're you so should do fucked. like I'm a, so fucked here. You should do like an Instagram like question. Oh, quest, that'd be a good question. one. That'd like, be a good would one. you rather have something standing in the so, corner staring at you or screaming at so, you? So <laughs> just think of Insidious where it's in the corner of the room and it just reaches out its claw. And uh, but it. also Boy. think of Insidious uh. when he says, let me in. But, oh again, but again, the dread's released. That's the whole thing. Or That's like, why I would rather have to scream instead of the stare. But there's that motherfucking part in Haunting of Hill House. Ugh. You yeah. know what I'm talking no, about. Yeah. If we you've won't seen spoil it. it but we won't yeah. spoil it, but like, ugh. if you've seen it, you know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. That part like fucked me up. But also, when I talked about this in Chan's bonus episode two, when I saw the figure in the mirror staring at me, <gasps> yeah. that like still scares me every day. No, and I'm like, well, that's the whole thing. And we got rid of, we put that mirror in our storage unit. RIP storage unit. RIP storage unit. The storage unit, like you can hear like a. <laughs> jump cut to it it's like rattling it's like yeah. currently shaking right now it's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's yeah. like blood just like, like pouring I wanted to it. shatter it's the green news from Amityville Ew, no. I wanted to shatter that mirror but I was like too afraid that I would like release no, you something but you can't shatter it's it that's against you the like rules put it in your child's room so they get fucked up oh, obviously God. I'm almost tempted to have a kid just to just so to they fuck can fuck it up like put that mirror in there be like this was my grandmother's because here is my ultimate if you stare carefully at 3am you'll see demons and then you just shut the door yeah this is my ultimate fantasy of life like the only reason i would ever have a kid ever is so they could like go up to my attic one day like oh, oh. mom just died let's go look through her oh things my God. and then like and pull out in the mirror like my, my ouija, board, ouija board and my tarot cards oh and my voodoo doll and my skull head and all yeah. that fucking hereditary and then and then it's like conjuring <laughs> two style when they oh. look You're just in, in the, the mirror corner smiling and waving yeah it's like hereditary that is the only reason i ever had kids <sighs> That movie Ooh, we're so up. excited! We're gonna so watch it. I literally got like really excited today when I was working out about about watching it. And since like, you guys are so hearing this in the future, excited. some of you already watched it with us. Oh, you True. already did, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we're watching it tomorrow on oh, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So At eight, right? Yeah, yes. seven. Most people voted for seven. Oh, seven. Ooh, I need to retext Hiram. That's uh, so now let's get into the my smart. Yeah, my. let's do it. My my shit's done. Oh, ooh, wait, really quick, really quick. Just kidding. Okay, so this is a teaser. Um, so the other, like, one of the really, uh, probably the biggest place in Utah is my pussy. Is the Asylum Forty Nine, which is the old hospital oh, or yeah. asylum in Tooele. So Asylum Forty Nine so is actually the name of the haunt, as in a haunted house, but it is actually literally inside an old hospital. And, and they used to asylum. up until like our same asylum. Thank you. Um, they used to until like the 50s or 60s or 70s. I don't know what decade exactly. Mm. They would use actual patients during the haunt because the patients really liked the interaction, hmm. and then the oh people made, it made them extra scary. No, and this is real. This is not urban legend. Like they would use them in the haunt because one, the patients liked the interaction with other human, like you know, outside human beings, and it was yeah. po- they saw it as positive for them. And then you know, nope. the the populace was like, "Ooh, this is extra scary because they're actual like." You know, mentally disabled people. And, you know, it was the 80s and 70s. We'll just give them a pass. I don't know. Here's the thing about... I love haunted houses. That's fucked up. Yeah, but that's real. They really did it. Like, Corey and I obviously love everything, all things spooky. I love haunted houses. I love all that. But there is something about going to haunted house where they can touch you or cross the line. And this one is that. It's one of those extreme ones where they they literally say... 
You have to sign a waiver. Yeah, and this one is like, um, it's it lasts for six hours every night. It's and six so they to say, like whatever hours, right? Yeah, and so they they literally say like, hey, an average walk through this is an hour to an hour and a half. If you're captured, the average is like three hours, but they say we can keep you all night. That, see, oh, like you signed the waiver to be kept for a straight six hours. See, and I don't even think that's fun because let's say like the three of us went together, and I would obviously be captured because I'm small and I'm yeah. a woman, uh-huh. and so like you guys would be staying like standing around the car for like four hours with me i don't and i don't know i i don't it wouldn't be fun i get the jump scares but like the actual we don't need ptsd from a fucking <laughs> i already have ptsd no, from seriously Toulouse. it would give like, you ptsd like people yeah. pay for shit to happen to them that like happen to people who get captured and also like i don't that's spooky. i don't trust people enough to believe that the person who captured me isn't going to rape me or something. Or, or yeah, or just like brush past your JJ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't have enough trust in this human that they're paying to fake torture someone to not cross the line. Cause like, like why wouldn't they? And also like yep. who would believe me? Cause rape culture Someone. in itself, no one would believe me, but especially like, Oh, well you signed a waiver. Oh, hey girl. You, you did signed this and a waiver that. to be touched. Yeah. You signed a waiver to be touched. Yep. So like, sorry, we raped you, but you signed a waiver. I don't know. I just, I can't do yeah, it. No, I can't do it. It's, it's That's scary. Yeah. Simone. Simone. Stop okay. climbing hey. up the fort. Hey, hey, come on. <laughs> She's like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. So now let's jump into my segment. Let's go. And then we'll go into Jordan's. Mine involves murder, suicide, and cults. Yes. Yeah. Need I say want. more? That's, the end. Do we want more? Anyways, has your sex life. <laughs> Maybe gays. Maybe some gays. Yeah. Okay, so mine no. involves murder, no, gays, sex, sex, orgy, cults, <laughs> drugs, cats. Okay, so I'm taking you guys back to the good old days of 1978. Yes. So this is August 3rd, 1978, 721 in the morning. Dun, dun, dun. Rachel David and her seven children stood on the 11th floor balcony at the International Dunes Hotel in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, my God. Onlookers described the scene as complete chaos. Rachel started throwing her kids off the balcony. Three of them grabbed into the railing, screaming and begging what? not to be thrown off the balcony, and she would pick up their hands and just toss them off the balcony. <sighs> and then the older children voluntarily jumped off the balcony. <sighs> Finally, after her kids all fell 11 floors to the floor of, of uh. downtown Salt Lake City or to the ground, Rachel jumped off the balcony and she fell to her death. All but one was killed. One of their daughters lived, but she was paralyzed from the incident. So she oh was wheelchair bound for the rest of her so life. So she fell, though. She fell. So all 11 of them were thrown. Yeah. But she was like, That's so fucked up. when she fell, she like landed so in a gutter. Mm-hmm. And she was one that actually voluntarily jumped herself. And she like landed in a gutter and like firefighters pulled her out of a gutter and she was paralyzed. Hmm. But everyone oh else God. like splat on the concrete. Ugh. And like people were walking around like a truck driver described seeing the scene of the woman just picking up her kids and hucking them off the balcony. Ugh. And in some of the stories, even like the owner of the place like went up an elevator and it was like a glass elevator so he could see out. I don't, I don't know if that's super true. No, that is. Oh, and he could he watched like as he was getting up there as fast as he could. He watched as the kids were falling. Ugh. So if we want to talk about PTSD, there's some PTSD. Um, now, this hotel was the International mm-hmm. Dunes Hotel. It is now known as the Shiloh Inn. Um, yeah, it's still around still to there. this day. I've seen it. It's on 200 West, uh, West South Temple or something. Shit, I believe. Um, now since let's go there for pride. <laughs> yeah, it's like probably really, really close. Yeah, it's really close to the place we stayed when oh, we went yeah. to Pride mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I probably looked at the Shiloh Hotel to be honest. I'm sure yeah. we have. Yeah. So, we stayed in the fucking room. <laughs> so since oh, the murder suicide, the Shiloh Inn has become a popular um, with friends of the occult. So mm-hmm. friends like mm-hmm. us. Um, the hotel is on a 
bunch of lists of haunted buildings, um, one of the most haunted places in Utah, um, and with many of the testimonials of the hotel supernatural elements found online. So if you like Google Shiloh Hotel supernatural stuff, you'll find cases. Damn. Um, I didn't really look too much into that part because it's more Corey's segment. But, um, but yeah, so it's super haunted and stuff. So why did Rachel kill herself and six of her children? A motherfucking cult, y'all. Cult, 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 So husband of Rachel and father to the kids, Emmanuel David believed himself to be a descendant of the house of David. He committed suicide two days before Rachel and her family jumped from the balcony, and he died from carbon monoxide poisoning. He locked himself in a car in the mountains and oh, shit. filled it up with carbon monoxide or however you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel David, his birth name was Charles Bruce Longo. He was born in Yonkers, New York. Shout Yonkers. out to Son of Sam. Oh my God, Yonkers, oh, yeah. New York. Son Yonkers of Sam. Again. The Honkers <laughs> Police Honkers Department. Honkers. Woo woo. No, Everyone Yonkers, in Hon- Yonkers is like, oh. What is that? Episode one? I think that's episode yeah, one. Yeah, it's like episode yeah, one. That was Fuck, 20 episodes ago. ago. Yeah. Episode one. Shout out. Shout and you guys out. were just like, Honkers, Honkers. And everyone in Yonkers is just like, fuck. That was when we had like negative five listeners. We think we're funny and original. And everyone in Yonkers is like, oh. Bitches. <laughs> so in Honkers, New York, um, Charles Bruce Longo, who is known as Emmanuel David, he was born. He was the oldest of three sons. His family, they were devout Catholics, and Emmanuel was an altar boy. Um, this is when he started realizing that he could manipulate people into believing anything he said. What? For example, he would show up to school with excuses like, oh, my dad just broke his leg this morning, or oh, this wild, batshit, crazy story happened to me on my way to school. And the teachers would always believe him. And now when he was five years old, he threatened to run away and his mother didn't take him seriously. But not only did Bruce make good on his threat, he actually did run away. He was even <laughs> able to convince a police officer to give him enough money to take a bus and then a taxi to his grandfather's house. What? So this kid from five years old was a master manipulator. Hmm. Five Damn. years old. Interesting. Convinced a police officer to give him money. So there's that. This dude, he joined the army at age 17, and he went to Korea. It was here, or it was in Korea, where he met some Mormon soldiers, and he quickly joined the church. Mm. He went to church every Sunday. He memorized the Book of Mormon, like it had all these passages for any occasion. Loser. You're like, oh, I'm sad. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm sad. He's like, oh, Second, second Nephi 6.18, and like quote and shit. Um, he stopped drinking. He stopped smoking. He did all this. He just Ooh. turned into the ultimate Mormon. <laughs> Now, it was all fun and games because everything's pretty positive until he returned home from Korea and he insisted his entire Catholic family was doomed to hell because they had not seen the truth of the LDS church or the Mormon church. Whoa, okay. So, so now it just it just crossed the lines of like he's a regular Mo, the regular Mormon, to I'm an extremist. Like my whole family is now banished to hell because they're not Whoa. LDS. Mm. He even looked his godmother in the eye and <gasps> said, I am no longer your godsend. Aww. Like, you are a worshiper of Satan. You're going to hell. Aww. At Brigham Young University, where he enrolled as a Spanish major, he met a young Spanish woman named... Yes. Ma- uh, I'm going to butcher this. I'm so sorry. Margit Erickson? And he declared after he met her that he had a revelation from God that she has to be his wife. Ugh. And she was like, okay, I believe it. Let's get married. So they got married. They so, fell in love. They had two children. And they went off to teach Spanish. Oh, hi, Simone. Oh, okay. Oh, hi, Simone. Oh, she's so She wants to look so much. Yeah, she wants so much love yeah. right now. So going off of these sweet spirit revelations. <laughs> yes. So these revelations told him that he was going to be a key figure in the church. And he actually blessed his first son, and in the baby blessing, he said, you're going to be a prophet of God, this Fuck. and that. Like, you are destined to be the next Joseph Smith, etc. 
Spooky. Um, he started telling everybody that he believed he was God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost all in one person, and that he demanded that people's tithing. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, tithing is ten percent of a LDS member's income. Uh-huh. Um, they give the ten percent of their income to the church, and that pays for like temples and bishops shit and. Pays for a bunch of shit in the church. Yeah. Um, he started telling people that, uh, instead of giving their tithing to the actual. To the church. To the church. They should start giving it to him because he's God himself. Like, Damn. hey, I'm God. That's how you do it. Don't go to the middleman. <laughs> go just straight to God. Um, so the church got involved and then he was actually excommunicated because yeah. of all of his claims. Yeah. They don't deal with yeah, crazy shit like that. Yeah. At this time, he changed his name legally in 1970 to Emmanuel David and started carrying a three and a half foot sword with him. <laughs> and nice. he, because he claimed, in quote, um, a time would come when it would be used to lop off thousands of heads. Whoa. His wife also at this time changed her name to Rachel David. They took upon the names of God and biblical yeah. people, important people. Rachel's the wife of Jacob? Wife uh, of David, I would assume. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've, like the mother of the tribes of Israel. Yes, essentially. Yes. There we so, go. Yeah. So that's significant. Yeah. That would be a significant. And place, they named so. all their children after biblical people as well. Yeah. Uh, like Jacob and Joseph. Like and all Rachel. That Rachel was the the gal who like was not able to conceive for a long time, mm. and then like she begat and begat lots of begatting. And then she just fec- and then her pussy just opened. Um, now, he had a small <laughs> cult of followers. Um, they were called the Family of David. And he actually had a prophecy that a great cloud was going to descend on the Mormon temple in Salt Lake City. And a bolt of lightning would split the temple in half. Whoa. And the entire building would be consumed by fire. And Mount Tipanogos, which is a mountain about 40 miles south of the city, which is where we see every day. We look yeah. at Mount Timp every single day. We can see it from, if we looked out the window right now, we Currently, see right it. now, we can yeah. see Timp. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he, in his prophecy, Mount Tipanogos, um, it would be transferred to the town of Manti, where David had once lived um, with other families who apparently shared his beliefs. Shit. Hmm. So Manuel told his followers that they would all be with each other again in a beautiful and serene afterlife with him as God, since he believed what he was fuck? God. He made a murder-suicide pact with his wife and then drove up to the mountains and killed himself. Hearing the news of his death, Rachel was excited to be with her husband again, and that is when she proceeded to take her children to the 11th floor balcony of the hotel and told her children, Daddy killed himself. Let's go see him in Uh. heaven. The three older teenagers said, yes, let's go see Daddy. They jumped off the Uh, roof. And then Rachel took the kids who were screaming, no, 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 I don't want to die, and threw them each off the roof. Oh. Wait, so the more like lucid kids, the ones who are more developed as teenagers were like totally into yes, it. Because they, they were so brainwashed. brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. Oh my That's god. So scary. There's a whole lot more to the story than I'm really talking yeah, about. Yeah. But this is just the exciting meat and potatoes yeah, of it essentially. Potatoes, yeah. Um but yeah, so the older Fuck. kids killed themselves and then the younger kids didn't want to and like I mentioned earlier, she just hucked him off the balcony and they were holding onto the railings and she would just lift up their fingers. Oh my God. And just like push them uh, off. That's terrible. And that happened right in a hotel that right here in Utah. Up. We can go to right now. Murder, suicide, cult, like, Utah. You can see that. Boom. Told you. Damn. You can totally see that. Like every time you take the train in Salt Lake, uh-huh. you go like right past it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck that. So it's yeah. A really, yeah. Well, 11 floors, really tall. Well, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I told you, you guys, murder, Fuck that. suicide, 
cults you name it i had it in my segment Kenna, quit being a downer i'm a fucking downer today <laughs> i think every fun. segment of mine Actually, is a downer. I, I feel like jordan's story is not gonna be fun mine is not very fun Shit. okay <laughs> here's well, the let's deal let's get sad and woke here's the deal with true crime like supernatural is fun yeah. true crime is never fun true like the most not. fun we've ever mine had true crime too yeah. the most fun we've ever had was talking about a half pound box of chocolates this with dorothy true. arnold this is true. <laughs> everything or the gangster stuff the gangster stuff the gangster that clips was fun. oh yes fun. Yeah, I'm like, cults are fun to talk about. Yeah, gangsters, because that's like, everybody's just like, that's like, whatever. Oops, that's true. Yeah, but like talking about like this murder and shit. It's sad. So that's my entire segment today. So now let's jump into our guest stars episode. Woo! So, Jordan. So, Jordan. What do you have for us today? Yeah. Our very special guest star. Whip it out. Yes. Here. (laughs) No, it's not a, that's Tyler. Tyler's is like, whoa, boom. Like, if he whipped it out right now, it would, like, slap. But it would. Yeah, so I was super excited because, like, you guys talk about, like, true crime, spooky stuff, Wait. murder, cults. And I was super excited because, like, I used to be part of a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me all too. Of us. <laughs> all of us were in a cult, so, yeah. I went on an LDS mission, studied like crazy, like I talked about before. I've read the Bible, like, a million times, Book of Mormon a million times. And, like, read, like, all, like, the other... Doctrine and Covenants. Weird. Yeah, the Doctrine Pearl and Covenants. And Pearl and Great Prize. Pearl and Great Prize. But, like, other, like, <laughs> Family random, proclamation of the world. Other random things that, like, people have written, like, people in the church, people outside the church. I'm super fascinated with Two this girls, one <laughs> scripture. Two girls, one scripture. Anything that you can think of that has written written about Mormonism it's super duper fun. Go to mormonporn.org. <laughs> that probably Mormon exists. Boys. Yeah, mormonboys. Mormonboys, that does exist. That's where I got most of my revelation. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go to pornhub.com slash mormon. <laughs> yeah, but there's like tons and tons and tons of weird things involving Mormonism, like Deseret Alphabet. Google it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Davis will do an eventual episode about the Salamander letters. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Mountain Meadows Massacre, which is just, like, look that up on Wiki and just have fun. Well, I'll probably yeah. do an episode on that. Yeah, it's crazy. Eventually. Um, Porter Rockwell. Mm. Porter Rockwell. I'll talk about him for, like, two seconds in my segment. Basically an assassin. Um, Cordy's, Corey's nipples are... Corey's hard. nipples are, like, <laughs> doing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Kai, our friend Kai, he is related to Porter Rockwell. What the fuck? That's why he yeah. looks just like him. What yeah. the fuck? So Porter Rockwell has, like, long-ass hair, beard, yeah, super scary that whiskey. You know what? Yeah. His brow and his eyes have the same look yeah. as Porter Rockwell. Yeah. Yeah, when he gets, like, serious. Yeah. But Kai's probably a lot nicer than Porter true, Rockwell. Very, very well, I don't know. We don't know Porter Rockwell. <laughs> Porter Rockwell's sort of a badass in a sense, yeah. too. Maybe he's a nice, mean guy. Um, Yeah, so what I'll be focusing on today is just, like, a very short part of mormon history um known as the battle of fort utah or the provo war because fort utah was the very first um settlement in what is now known as provo and that's actually where we are recording right now currently in provo utah on center street Street. currently in provo utah we're in the heart of provo utah we're in the hustle and bustle of yeah. probably you t- right. hustle and bustle what am i like a hundred years old <laughs> hustle and bustle kids i'm gonna go knit you a sweater yeah so i just want to clarify like one thing before i get started um because i actually read a book um called the founding of fort utah before and he takes a lot of direct quotes from pioneers like old timey racist ass pioneers 
Um, so I'll be like using a lot of quotes in my segment. Um, and they use the term Indian when talking about Native Americans. Yeah, so if I use the term Indian, I don't mean that to be offensive in any way, but that's like what I heard growing up and that's often cited in the book that I was reading, but I'll probably be using the word Indian and Native American inter- interchangeably for that reason. Some PR brought to you by Jordan. <laughs> yes. So a little bit of backdrop for the story that I'm about to tell. Fort Utah was located in what is current day Provo, Utah, where we are currently sitting. So the year is 1849, biblical times, according to Mormons, at least. According to the Book of Mormon, the musical. The Book of Mormon musical. I'll take you back to biblical times, 1843 or whatever it is. Um, Yeah, so the year is 1849. So that's actually the same year as the gold rush. Okay, cool. Pre-Civil War. Yeah. So if you're like a 49ers fan, San Francisco 49ers football, whatever. So it's only been like a couple of years since the Mormons got here. Um, so for the most part, this is Native American land. So the main tribe that is in Utah at the time that the Mormons get to Utah are the Utes. Mormons originally wanted to call uh, Utah Zion. Because <laughs> this was the promised land. Corey. But the U.S. government was like, nah. So they were like, uh, where Utah, whatever. But we have Zion's National Park. <laughs> yeah, we have Zion National Park, True. which is beautiful. Which is beautiful as fuck. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to come to Angel's Utah. Like, don't come to northern Utah, because, like, it's full of Mormons. Kind of sucks. Go to Bryce Canyon. But, like, southern, Zions, southern Utah. Zions, arches. And then Arches and Arches. Moab. Yeah, all of Moab. If you, like to, if you like to ride bikes, like, go bike anywhere yeah, in Utah. It's going to be fucking dope. Or just hike anywhere. Yeah. Exist anywhere. Yeah, Utah. exist. It's beautiful. Um, so yeah, this was Native American land for a long, 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 long time. Before the Utes were living here, this was um, kind of occupied by the Fremont Indians. Okay. Um, the neighborhood that Chan and I live in is actually like right next to the Fremont neighborhood. It's named oh. after Fremont. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but they lived here for like thousands of years, but left because of drought, because Utah again is a, a desert. desert. Is a desert shithole. <laughs> um, so after the Fremonts left, the Utes moved in. Specifically, they were called the Timpanogot, Timpanogot. Mount um, Timp. <laughs> Mount Timpanogos is named after those folks. But they lived here for 300 years before the Mormons even got here. So this was historically Native American land, as most of North America was. So the Mormons came here 1847, um, the year is 1849 now. And the stance that the Mormon church had um, with the Native Americans who lived in the area is that they should assimilate them into the Mormon church. I think it's super important to understand the worldview that Mormons have about Native Americans, um, which is a very, very skewed, unique way that they view Native Americans. Uh Um, So there's a line from the Book of Mormon musical that sums kind of that view up. They said, And I believe that ancient Jews built boats and sailed to America. I am a Mormon. I am a Mormon. And a Mormon just believes. Shout out to Crime Culture Podcast. They <laughs> love the Book of Mormon. The oh, Book of do. Mormon music uh-huh. fucking rules. It's like my favorite musical. It's coming to Utah. In August. In Again. August. I'm super excited. Um, but anyway, Mormons believe that Native Americans came from Jerusalem um, around the year 600 BC. Well. Yeah, we're not making this up. Yeah, it's fucking weird. So this weird. is where it starts getting weird. <laughs> um, so it... <laughs> so this actually doesn't exist anymore. Like if you have Mormons come over to your house or pick up a Book of Mormon for whatever reason, you won't see this. But in an old foreword to the Book of Mormon, it stated that 
the principle, the most important word is principle. The principal ancestors of the Native Americans were the Nephites, and the Nephites are Native Americans in Mormon lore. Now, if you picked up a Book of Mormon, it would say that some of the ancestors of Native Americans were Nephites. So, like, science kind of fucked up, like, that whole... Uh, line of thought. Wait, wait, wait. You're trying to tell me that science wait. is fucking up religion? Yeah, wait, science is fucking up religion. Wait. Now they're looking into like genetics and stuff and they're like, no, Native Americans probably came from Asia. They probably weren't ancient Jews. <laughs> like, whatever. So that's like a really weird view that Mormons have about Native Americans is that all Native Americans were at one point Jews that lived in Jerusalem. But anyway. Mormons really do believe that Native Americans and people with Native American lineage are going to come back to Jesus through the Mormon church. Through the, yeah, through the church, yeah. Yeah, through the, through the church. And that's a big thing, yeah, that fuels missionary work today. So the Mormons' whole plan with the Native Americans that lived in this area was they need to assimilate them into the Mormon church. But that didn't really pan out with the Timbanoga Utes. They were like... Buck Mormonism, buck this. We don't want to be a part of this at all. We have our way of life. We don't need another one. Thank you. Yeah, right. They're like, we're fine. Like, white we're people, fine, white fuck people. Down. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck out, out whiteies. Um, since the Mormons weren't able to assimilate them into their religion, things like kind of changed. They had like kind of a rough relationship for a really long time. Um, and eventual fighting started to break out. For the most part, the Native Americans in the area like were being pretty chill with them. They would trade with them like trade fish for like whatever the Mormons had um, to kind of help them out. There were a couple quote unquote like bad boy Native Americans and they had the most amazing names I've ever heard. One of them was named Blue Shirt. Yes. And nice. the other name was Roman Nose. Oh, that's nice. cool. That's so. like a, that's a porn one almost. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they stole between seven and 17 cattle. Holy shit. Um, so they, they stole, they like, stole a bunch of cattle. They're like, Mormons are dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. Let's keep doing that. They're like, look, God's over there. They like run up, steal the cattle, <laughs> run away. Hey, look, is that Joseph Smith? Is that Joseph Smith? <laughs> Joseph Smith was dead by this he point, by the way. Recently, yeah, he was like recently. shot to death. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so the Mormons got together and they were like, fuck this. We don't want the Native Americans stealing our cattle. Um, so they got together 50 armed men shit, <laughs> for okay. these two Native Americans. What the fuck? <laughs> right? That's a little aggressive. They got together 50 men like and, militia. Yeah. and they went to what is now called Battle Creek okay. because Mormons were like, we had a battle here. <gasps> we rode our bikes past this. <laughs> yeah, we rode our bikes past Battle Creek. It's on the Rape River. Yeah, the it's rape... on the Rape River. The, Robo, the Provo Rape The Provo River. The Rape mm-hmm. River, yes. Okay. So we went past the... Yeah, we went past <laughs> Corey knows Creek. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly the rape river. Everyone's like, Rape I River? I lived right what? next to it. Yeah, 46 was right there. Yeah, um, that was where the Provo, the no, the BYU Groper. Do you remember the BYU no, Groper? He, the no, BYU he went Groper to was on the southwestern corner. Oh, okay, of he was a different area BYU, where there's like all those hills uh, and stuff. The Rape River is where like girls would legitimately get raped. Like and legitimately stuff. were raped. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, That's it's true. like it's super sad. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think it's hilarious that they called this area Battle Creek because it was like 50 guys versus two. two what a weak battle! Two guys plus like I think there was like two plus like two other like randos that didn't end up dying um kind of what happened is like the 50 guys like rolled up to blue shirt and roman nose yeah. uh, near battle creek and they were like hey you guys stole these cattle like come out like we're gonna imprison you whatever blah blah, blah. but uh it was actually roman nose who was like nah fuck this and he got his bow and arrow and like shot at them nice. oh, shit. and he like shot at them missed <laughs> i'm like ah oh, come on romanos at least on, get, at least get yeah, one hawkeye. fucking guy yeah. like shoot one guy 
but they were like, nah, and they like opened fire on Roman oh, Nose. Shit. Oh my god! And it shot through his head, blew out the back <gasps> of his head. He's dead. Damn. He's I mean, dead. Obviously. I guess don't shoot at are you sure he's dead? Yeah, men. fifty guys. So, yeah. Are we sure he'd really die? I don't know. I don't. I don't believe it. <laughs> Give me the death certificate. Conspiracies. So Roman Nose is dead. Um, some other things supposedly. happen. Supposedly dead. Supposedly. He'll <laughs> the, come back. His, allegedly. His brains got blown out of his body. Allegedly. He's allegedly dead. <laughs> He'll come back in the snap. Anyway, yeah. so like, so blue shirt hunkered down in his little area where he was like safe. Some shots like fired over his head. And eventually he was like, fuck this. And like tried to escape. He like ran off and all of them started shooting at him. And he was shot eight times. Ouch. And he still kept running. And then eventually they shot him through the throat and he died. Ah! Holy um, shit, like an unarmed man running away. Yeah, he's just like, ah! And then there was like... <laughs> like 50 guys just like... Nah, 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 da, da. Like, oh, we'll probably get so him. Sad. Yeah, so that was shitty. But like, so the Mormons went to the chief of the Tipinogots and they all made peace. The chief of the, the Tipinogots, his name was Little Chief. And he was a pretty nice guy for the most part. Um, he was like, nah, like... Let's not fight. Probably because he knew that they would have lost if they had fought. Yeah. Um, partly because, um, again, this was the year 1849, and white travelers were coming through on their way to California. For the gold like, rush. For the gold bus. rush. And so, like, Old Elk, I mean, not Old Elk, um, Little Chief was like, no, let's, like, not fight. Yeah, let's not we need to be. Something. We need to, like, just be friends. Let's, like, chill out. But Old Elk, the guy that I just mentioned, another character who was a fucking badass, Does a cool he name. was not happy about what happened. To Blue to Shirt and, and oh, Roman Nose. Yeah, he was like, fuck, they, like, fucking killed my friends. Yeah. Um, 50 verse 2, not fair. Yeah, I'm not okay with this. So Old Elk was the war chief of the Timpanogos, whereas Little Chief was the tribal leader. And a little bit of backstory on how much of a badass Old Elk was. A few years earlier, there was some Salt Lake Native Americans, some Utes, and the Utah County Native Americans did not get along at all. Um, and they were fighting over a bunch of years. Um, and the Mormons actually became pretty good friends with the Native Americans that lived in the Salt Lake Valley. Um, and he was not okay with that either. Um, so anyway, Old Elk sent a message to Old Wanship who is one of the, he was the chief in Salt Lake Valley. Okay. And he wanted to, he was like, let's like smoke the peace pipe. I didn't know smoking the peace pipe was an actual thing until I read it in this like historical book. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it is real. they smoke a peace pipe. Like, Haven't you seen Peter Pan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, oh a, a historical depiction yeah, of Native man. Americans. But no, it's for real, the peace pipe is actually stereotypes. real. Yeah, I didn't think it was an actual thing. I thought it was kind of like a trope. Uh -huh. They use in like Disney movies, but I was like, oh, it's a real thing. Oh, cool. So yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I was not aware. Um, Speaking of Disney, <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Can <laughs> so, I go another 40 minute Disneyland? So one of my so one of my favorite things about this whole story is Old Wanship sent his son down, and his son's name was Jim. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you serious? He's like he's like I will send my son Jim. <laughs> they call me go Jim. Jim. <laughs> go down. So Jim is like I will go down. I will go down. <laughs> That's a inside joke for, for ex-Mormons Mormons out there. Yeah. Anyway, or Mormons. Or just Mormons who are listening to this podcast. I mean, yeah, I don't know why. Church, bye. <laughs> yeah, leave if the church. If you are currently Mo and you listen to this podcast, newsflash, Rethink you're not your Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> newsflash, you're not. <laughs> so anyway, it's like Old Elk 
and Jim and Jim. and Jim's friends. They all smoked the peace pipe together, and they were like, "Sick, <laughs> we're f- sick, we're friends." Um, as Jim and his band of merry followers yes. were leaving, They're gay. Um, they were near the north end of the Utah Valley where the Jordan River comes through, and Old Elk was waiting for Jim and his friends. So Old Elk was across the river, and like the account says that the crack of a gun fired and Jim's horse in fear reined up and the bullet went through uh, Jim's horse's head, (gasps) blew out the back of the horse's head. Not vegan. And then threw Jim's head and blew out the back of Jim's head. Oh my God, not vegan. Not vegan. (laughs) So that's some like Quentin Tarantino shit. Yeah. Like Django Unchained, like horses blowing up, people's heads blowing up. So anyway, killed him. Old Wanship, pissed, not friends with the Utah County Utes uh-uh. at all. Um, but it kind of illustrates that um, Old Elk was cunning, precise, a cold killer. Um, he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. Yeah. And he was really, really good at killing. Like, he's like, yeah, let's be friends. Nah. Nah, fuck you, like, bitch. Fuck you. Just, like, kill them. It was a trap. Um, so even though, like, Old Elk was really good at killing, again, like, the 49ers, they were in the valley. So he was not stupid about everything. He like needed the 49ers to leave Utah Valley before he made any moves. So he didn't do anything. He like kind of held his ground. He's like, I'm not going to take revenge for my friends yet um, until there was a turning point. I read like a bunch of different versions of the story. I'll use mostly the one from the book, but there's some other... Like and I read this. Discrepancies between all the stories. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah, bunch like, of different accounts of the story. Welcome to our research. <laughs> right? Research. Yeah. Welcome to using the internet as our source of research. Yeah. yeah welcome to anyways how their sex life. Yeah. We piece together what we think happened. So I read this on like a bunch of different websites and kind of pieced together some of the parts that were a little more fun. Some of the parts that I was like, Same. yeah, that Same. sounds that yeah. sounds right. Whatever is like makes the best cohesive story, but had like also good representation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so there is a Native American, he's a Timpanogot, who was called Old Bishop. Um, he's called Old Bishop because he looked like a prominent bishop in the Mormon church named Newell K. Whitney. You've probably heard that name. I've heard of that name before. I yeah. haven't. Yeah, so like Old Bishop, he looked like a white bishop kind of character, uh-huh. but he would also wear like nice clothes. Like he would wear like okay. clothes that like kind of resemble the Mormon clothes. Interesting. Um, so he was up in Provo Canyon doing his thing. He was by himself, probably on acid. Some, with probably us. on acid with just Corey and Shanna. Yeah. Just like yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't invite him to do drugs with us. No, but he's the he's the Indian dude. Yeah, old bishop was. Yeah, yeah. He oh, was then the I probably guy. Sound like a Mormon. Yeah, dude. he kind of looked like a Mormon guy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was he was chill. But what happened to him was not chill. Uh, not so chill. So three Mormon guys were up in the canyon, came across Old Bishop, and they were like, hey, the shirt you're wearing, that's a that's a white person's shirt. And they accused him, <laughs> oh. of, they accused him of stealing it. They're so like, Old Bishop yeah. was like, no, no, I didn't steal this. Like, please just leave me alone. And they tried to steal the shirt from him. No. And then Old Bishop, God damn it. he started to defend himself, but they pushed him away and then shot him to death. Oh my what God. What the fuck? the fuck off. Yeah, so they shot what him the to death. Fuck? They kind of like um, broke the truce that they had between the Mormons and Timpanogos. Oh so they shot him to death. And then like some of them were like, oh, what the fuck? What did we do? So they, they were like, we need to hide this body. So instead of like digging a hole and burying him, which I don't know, might have not been an option because this was like dead of winter. Yeah. Like the oh, ground so the was probably like frozen. Ground was probably like so frozen, like snow, yeah. shitty. 
Um, so they cut him open, disemboweled him, <gasps> and they filled his body with rocks. Now, this is the spookiest true crime shit. The so they filled him with rocks and they threw him in the river. They threw him in the oh Provo my, River. The Rape the River. The fucking river. Yeah. I have inner tube down that river. So You've inner tube yeah. with ghosts, Corey. <laughs> so oh Provo River, Provo <laughs> River, it's not like a huge river, but it moves pretty swiftly. Yeah. But um, when he was thrown in the river, they were like, fine, like this is good. They went back to uh, Fort Utah. Can and, I interject? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to, I will be, I will be a Mormon apologetic just to give a like even side. We do have to illustrate the sort of mindset these people were in. They have over the past 10, 15 years gone under a lot of like quote persecution, quote unquote, from people like killing them, literally killing them yeah. in Missouri. You could kill a Mormon yeah. and it actually it was, was legal. lifted. It was legal for like, a long ass time. It was time like 10 years ago. You got like rewarded. Yeah, for, like, it was legal those. for a long ass time. Yeah, in Missouri, if you're there, like you kill them, it's, yeah. it's legal. So they're on high alert and they, you know, spent months going across the plains. They were stupid about it and went in the winter. And so they've just had a lot of like it's trouble and hardships and they finally found their place. And so you can maybe give them like just to get in their mindset of like they finally found their place and they're like done with dealing with this shit. Yeah. And something I didn't really stress. I don't think I talked about this at all, actually, is like when most people think of Mormon pioneers, they're like, oh, bonnets. And they're like happy and like crossing the plains with their no. carts and everything. No, they're not. That's so how they, I imagine so Mormon pioneers. For, what the fuck was that? I that don't was know. spooky. Uh, we're dying. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. What the that fuck was Simone. What was that? No, no, she's sitting on Corey's laptop case. Oh that was my a god, ghost. I'm scared. Continue. <laughs> okay, so this is like, where we just continue. Oh my god, what the, <laughs> what the fuck, fuck was, was that? that? That's not. This can't be Jordan because Jordan's right here. And Simone's right here. <laughs> continue. Okay. Oh my god. So, uh, fuck I'll, you, white old Mormon <laughs> demons. What the fuck was that? So I want to iterate that like these Mormons. Like, some of those Mormons may have existed, but they were in Salt Lake. They were with Brigham Young. They are probably married to Brigham Young. True. <laughs> um, like, with their bonnets and everything. But, like, the people that lived at Fort Utah, Brigham Young did not send... He didn't even send women and children at first. Like, these were all men who had fought um, in the Nauvoo Legion. Damn. Um, those folks were sent down to the Mexican-American War. People, Mormons actually didn't fight in the Mexican-American War, but they were part of an army. Um, the even, Mormon Battalion. Yeah, the Mormon Battalion. And some of these Mormons were actually born on the frontier. The younger folks, like the guys sure. who were like 18, like they were born on the frontier and had not had a good life at all. Yeah. So they were like rough and tumble, not bonnet wearing, <laughs> nice yeah, they Mormons. They just wanted a fucking home and they wanted people to They wanted a home and they wanted a place that was yeah. like safe and they probably weren't afraid to fight for that true but anyway they cut a guy open they filled him with Extre rocks yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> it was yeah. a it was a brutal killing yeah uh, so they cut a guy open filled him with rocks um and like what i was saying like the provo river is a very fast moving river like people who tube on the river like Corey was saying have died because true. because they'll get trapped like under the current and die because it's a really fast moving river but anyway the reason I bring that up is because uh, old Bishop's body turned over and the rocks spilled out of him. Wow. And, he f and then he rose to the surface and actually floated into a ute encampment. Whoops. So they found <laughs> his body. Whoops. So, fuck, 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 fuck. Somebody fucked up. So yeah. the, grizz the grizzly murder was discovered and the truce was over. Oh, Obvi. Obvi. So I have a... Very short, supernatural, dun, 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 dun. very short, supernatural 
aspect of Ooh, this. Hell yeah. Um, this is actually just an urban legend buried local to Provo. that Which I've I, never heard of before. I have not heard it anywhere. Yeah. I've only heard it from locals. But like not my, the locals we know, I guess. Yeah, like <laughs> myself. Um, so there's a local legend about Old Bishop. Um, it is said it during nighttime, people walking on the river trail, which is the Rape River Trail uh-huh. um, we talked about earlier, but a little Ew. bit farther north in, in the actual canyon, you can see a figure struggling to escape the river. That's um, and he's struggling so Ew, And he's struggling so hard because Ew. his body is full of, full of rocks. No. Um, so you can see no, no, him no. reaching into no. his cavity, pulling out rocks. That's but since terrifying. he's since he's so tired, by the time he starts to get out of the river, he falls backwards into the river. And he's like forever trapped to be like stuck in the river. So going a disgusting vision. So going back to what Corey and I are grateful for for not knowing before we did acid. This because if I did acid and then walked this trail, which I have many times at night, that's all I would see. And I yeah. knew I should be looking for a man digging rocks out of his dead yep. body in a river. That's all I would have seen. Yep. So thank you, people, five years ago for not Holy telling shit, me and Corey yeah. these stories. Um. So some like kind of also local story but local backing to the story i work with a guy his name's coleman and he used to work for you know the provo ghost stories uh, the biking one the biking yeah, one yeah, yeah. The mormons we never yeah did it. so it's, yeah. It, it's probably kind of it's probably kind of fun because it this is coleman was actually the one who told the me sh- this the share yeah Ooh, so he shared this do it, so um oh. it kind of died because the guy who ran it like he was just like eh, i don't want to do this anymore oh. he's like this is boring um, as fuck we should, do, <laughs> it. We should shit. do it and be like really we fun should make about up it. shit um, i'm like it over yeah, here totally salem sisters did and, then, this. <laughs> and then like get and then get like chris and tyler and basically like stage shit <laughs> yeah oh my yeah, god yeah. that's so fun um, i'm like and over here if you look closely you can hear the ball slapping sounds of two mormons having virgin sex god but um yeah so coleman he used to work for this um ghost tour thing like you would ride around bikes around provo and talk about uh and they would talk about like all the different spooky things that happen around provo so coleman he went to the spot that people have reportedly seen old bishop come out of the river and empty out his rocks Ew. um <laughs> yeah so he did empty these rocks and then fall back into the river so coleman so he did like two or three tours that night so he went up to the spot um on the first tour told the story rode away second tour he's like and here's the spot where it's reportedly um old bishop empties out his rocks and pointed down to the ground no. and there was a pile of rocks no. there that was not there on the first tour and he like freaked the fuck out and he was just like oh no 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 that no no cold, no Ew. and so he like he was like we have to go and he like got on his bike and he's like everyone get on their bike we have Ew, to go and like so they fun. just like i would away. stay i would stay and start masturbating <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, i want to masturbate with coleman damn so. <laughs> he sounds hot now he's like Coleman's pretty cute he's pretty cute yeah. nice um, but anyway, the truce was over. Truce was over between the Utes and the Mormons Damn. after they killed Old Bishop. Um, so Utes um, started taking up arms again. They would like randomly attack the Fort Utah. They would shoot at the Mormon settlers. Damn. Um, they would start stealing cattle, being really aggressive. They weren't trading with Mormons anymore. Um, they just wanted to get revenge for Old Bishop. They tried a lot of different ways. They even like asked the Mormons to make like reparations like give us a bunch of shit essentially and like we'll oh, leave wow. you alone. okay yeah so they're like make reparations like you did a bad thing but the mormons were like no we're not gonna do that because this is our land so mormons they were unable to convert the native americans like we talked about before 
they decided to exterminate. Oh, Shocker, great. The, Big white the people. Native Americans. So I have a transcript here. I'm reading directly from the book that I read. This is a transcript from a high council meeting, which is a church, which is a church meeting now. Whoa, but it's like suck my dick, little bitch. <laughs> but like, especially, <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> it's like the meeting that Darth Vader chokes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first dude in a New Hope. Totally. It's like a high council meeting like that. Like people yeah. are around it. Like literally old white this men is totally. around the table, and they are focused on somebody. Yeah. Like, cause. If, if you live in Utah and you're listening to this, like, you'll recognize, like, whenever the uh, Utah government does something, like, half the people in Utah are like, fuck the Mormon church. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of like the Mormon church has a grip on what is going on in Utah, like, a huge, huge grip on what's going mm-hmm. on in Utah. But, like, at this time, the high council was the U.S. government. Like, Brigham Young... He controlled Utah. So like, what do they say? He was like essentially a president. Brigham Young also being like the prophet of the Mormon Church at this yeah, time. Yeah, he was he was a prophet, um, but also like leader of everything that was going on. Yeah. Um. So in this high council meeting, there was a guy, and his name was Isaac Higby. Um. He was the main guy who wanted to like exterminate the Native Americans, but actually Shit. to give Brigham Young like like the teeniest amount of credit, he was like nah maybe we should talk about this a little more but then like all the people in provo were like no like native americans are shooting at us we need to exterminate them but then like also let's take that credit away from brigham (laughs) young because he was a fucking racist yeah he was a he was a piece of shit and (laughs) and like raped women yeah like he had like 14 year old wives and stuff like he was not a good guy y'all like and that's not paraphrasing we're not slander like there's actual newspaper clippings of stuff he has said that is the most racist shit Yeah. yeah he's not a good dude um, but anyway, so what Brigham Young was quoted as saying, and excuse me if I like stumble over this because this is like a direct transcript, like the spelling is wrong and stuff. It's just like a fucking nightmare. Oh. It's like swear word after swear word after swear word. Um, but Brigham Young says, <laughs> "It's like fuck, bitch, tits." <laughs> <laughs> Brigham Young says, <laughs> fuck, "Fuck, fuck, bitch, tits, titty fucker." <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Yeah, I'm Brigham Young, bitch. <laughs> so anyway, Brigham Young <laughs> says, tell Huntington to go and kill them. Mm. And also Barney Ward, let the women and children live if they will behave themselves. Sounds what almost the, the same. Fu- this is said. him. That's fucked this up. This is literally Brigham Young commanding people to go murder. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and let the women and damn. children live if they do what we say. If if they behave themselves, which is what let us rape them. Yeah, I yeah, it doesn't really. Yes, it didn't go into that in the book, but like yes, it's that. It's probably some bad shit. Oh but anyway, God. like Brigham Young, it's it's commonly referred to as Order Number Two, Order Sixty Six. Yeah, order, I was just yeah. about to say that. <laughs> Execute Order Sixty Six. Literally, Brigham Young sounds um, like that right now. Yeah, so do it. do it's it. it's referred. <laughs> Anakin, you feel the power of the dark side. Kill the younglings. No. Brew it. Kill the Native Americans. Do it. Screw it. Brew Screw it. it. Brew it. Um, but yeah, but, it. Um, order number two is given by Brigham Young, which essentially, like, I found it one place, um, like all the other ones. It was like, because like, a lot of the sources that I looked at were actual, like, from the Mormon church. That so were it's like, gonna sugarcoat the whole thing. Yeah, they were like, we're, we're don't put this in. <laughs> but it was essentially like 
and like uh, fat flashes forward like six months so anyways so that was done so <laughs> we're gonna um, talk about how it happened yeah so every hostile man was to be executed Damn. save the women and children unless if it was behave. deemed necessary to put them down like uh, not in that quote that i just read down? but like he Ew. actually made an order to put down women and children Shit. if they wouldn't behave so brigham young he thought it would be too difficult to reclaim utah valley if they had to deal with this native american insurrection and if you like take yourself back to utah valley in 1849 utah valley was actually like pristine land most people when they think of utah they're like sagebrush shitty Virgin, terrible land purple um, mountain majesties yeah titties <laughs> but in reality in reality utah utah like as a whole is pretty desirable agricultural land um, because Lake Bonneville used to be here. So the soil here is like nitrogen rich. It's like crazy oh, nitrogen yeah. rich. Like in a lot of the transcripts I read, like people describe this place as being like very similar to the Fertile Crescent in nice. the Middle East. Nice. And it's actually like, if you look at maps, like the mountains combined with like Utah Lake, it looks like a Fertile Crescent. It's crescent shaped. So a lot of, lot of similarities there. Um, but not only being like nitrogen rich, um, there's like a fuck ton of water here, Hell yeah. um, which is like wild compared to like the rest of the Western United States. Because actually in the U- Uinta and Wasatch Mountains, it rains um, more here in those mountains than it does in like um, uh, New Orleans, Whoa, which shit. is wild. Which we talked about last episode. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah, it rains a fuck ton in the mountains. That's why when you go up in the mountains, it's like a whole different world. Yeah, like world. Strawberry Reservoir is like beautiful as fuck. Yeah, you like go yeah. up there and you're like... Holy shit, I'm in like Oregon. Holy shit, like, I'm not in fucking shit ass Utah. I'm not in the shithole Utah. Sorry, no so, <laughs> Sorry, so it, it rains, full offense. It rains up there so much and there's so much runoff <laughs> that like this is like perfect land for farming, perfect land for like doing stuff. Simone's coming over for cuddles, Corey. <clears throat> oh, 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 no, she's oh looking herself. Okay. Here, I'll move the books. It's crazy. She's sitting exactly where she always sit. Do you want, do you want this too? No. She's like, she's really? like that's too much. <laughs> Yeah, so let's get back to the extermination. Um, so I'm just going to touch on like a few details because when I read this book, I was like, fuck, I'm like fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to fuck all y'all up too much, but I'm going to touch on like a few things that fucked me up the most, but I'm not going to touch on like every single aspect that fucked me up. Um, so just a few um, few details. And, and if you want to read the book, it's by a guy named D. Robert Carter. It's called <laughs> Founding Fort Aww. Utah. Or just look it up on Wikipedia, because the Wikipedia article just drew directly from his book. You know, when you, like, look at the bottom and there's all the sources, it's, like, one book, his book. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this is it. This is all we've got. So when the extermination started, it was kind of like a war. A lot of historians talk about it as being, like, the biggest battles um, between Mormons and Indians in the state of Utah, mm-hmm. like, within the boundaries of the state of Utah. These were the largest battles that had happened. Um, but like to call it a war or battles is kind of generous, um, because the youths were outnumbered, um, and they had, uh, inferior weapons, um, because they had gotten a lot of weapons from the 49ers. They'd done some trading with them, but the weapons they gave them, ammunition they gave them was kind of shitty. Um, so like even when the Native Americans would like open fire against, um, the Mormons, either because their weapons were inferior or they had inferior training hardly any mormons were shot i think there was one guy who died in this entire encounter yeah there's like one kind of funny kind of sad uh, mostly funny exchange between a mormon 
major and a Ute brave who was fighting. Um, the Ute brave was hiding behind a tree and shot six times. Oh no! At at a Ute at a I mean at a Mormon major and was not able to hit him once. Like shot clear of him every yeah. single time. Me and the major. Um, took careful aim and shot him in the cheek. Oh my God. The Ute didn't die. But the funny part is that that Ute, he lived through this entire thing and he became really, really good friends with that Mormon major. Right? He was friends with him the rest of his life and he died like just short of the 20th century. Like he died like two years before the 20th century. So he lived like a really long, happy life. Wow. So he was not exterminated, thankfully. (laughs) So um, during the, the initial battle, Um, The Mormons brought in a cannon that one of them had brought from Missouri, Um, but they didn't have any cannonballs because they were like just barely got there, didn't weren't mining for anything. Um, So they filled the um, the cannon with like whatever the fuck they could find. They like like parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, stole that from the parts of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Mormons stole it from Mormons stole parts of the Caribbean. (laughs) In one of in one of Brigham Young's uh, prophetic visions of the future, he watched parts of the Caribbean. He watched Johnny Depp. Um, Yeah, he watched Johnny Depp. (laughs) Then we all. He was like, "Oh my God, do that!" He's like, "Let's do that." If I was a prophet, like every vision, I'd be like, "More Johnny Depp." (laughs) It's just like I would just be watching movies. But he sees prophetic. Totally. He sees prophetic visions of alternate universes so it's like johnny depp fucking like i don't know <laughs> he's like king of the u.s somehow <laughs> yeah he's just like fucking like a horse or something oh it's God. just like Ew. it's super weird <laughs> johnny depp horse version johnny oh johnny depp centaur ooh, fucking ooh, robert de niro as a fish oh my God. all right yeah. i'm out <laughs> fuck this podcast anyway so anyway they brought this cannon in and they filled it with like chains rocks shrapnel kind yes. of stuff and shot it and it was pretty ineffective for the most part but um, after, like, most of the battles were over, they inspected the Ute camp, and they found what the book called a squaw, a young girl. And I'll talk about that a little, a little later, why you're not supposed to use the word squaw. Yeah, let's not use that. Because I'm a millennial. I'm scared. Um, she was cut in half by the chain, by one of the chains, and her guts were hanging out, and she's, she was dead. Ew. Oh, so really, really sad. Um, just sad. like a casualty that was not fighting. During this fighting... Most of the Utes were killed or, like, ran off. And all in total, after everything, about 100 men, women, and children were killed. Only one Mormon was killed. It the was rest just are like, the Utah Native Americans. Yeah. It was just a massacre. Jesus Christ. Um, and even, like, after they defeated them because they had this ex- extermination order... They were sent out in parties to find and kill stragglers. What? Oh my god! And the most fucked up thing that I read is like like a journal entry that a guy wrote. He was like, "God was on our side because he filled the canyons with snow, so that when we like ran up to them, like they couldn't escape, and we just could kill them in their kill them where they stood." Yeah, that sounds like the problem of religion. God. (laughs) I was just like, "Oh, that's fucked up." Okay, so now some like super fucked up shit like that was like just like that was the four that was the tip now so for some super fucked up now give us the root um here's the root (laughs) so there was a guy named william hickman he is not a very well-known figure in mormon history like i actually i only learned about him through studying this um but he was actually really prominent at the time he was one of the bodyguards of joseph smith and brigham young okay so along with dude yeah he was he was really he was a contemporary of porter rockwell there we go yeah porter, porter rockwell. rockwell was well known cuz he made like porter rockwell um if you want to have a good time on wikipedia That'd be a fun spooky scoop yeah, Port- yeah porter rockwell would be super fun like so he, don't talk about it too much yeah <laughs> so he made the covenant of the nazarite 
um, which was the same covenant that, if you're familiar with biblical stories, nope, um, Samson made. Oh yeah, with um, hair. Samson was the guy who like ripped off the jaw of a uh, of a lion. Hot. He fought a lion. He struck. He uh, he wrestled with a lion and ripped his jaw off because he was so strong. I mean, the imagery's hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this this the. I thought it was someone else in the lion. The, the, the Samson. The demonstration of strength is hot. Okay. Um. Not so he was like killing a lion. Not only was he super ripped, but like he could not be killed. Yeah, because if his hair was. Um. Because hair. he didn't cut his hair, and yeah. there was a bunch of other things like. I think there was something about not drinking wine. Well, like, that's you how it works. You, don't you couldn't, you know? you couldn't drink out. wine as like when you make yeah. the when you make oh. the oath of the Nazarite. I think it's that you don't drink wine, and that's why Porter Rockwell he drank bourbon. Yeah. No whiskey. He drank whiskey, whiskey and that's why there's a whiskey in Utah named, named after Porter, Porter Rockwell. Rockwell. Yeah. Um, so I think that's like the whole weird counterculture fun stuff. But anyway, uh, William Hickman. He was also known as Wild Bill Hickman. Cool. He was known as Brigham Young's destroying angel. He interacted with, like, he fought in every single um, Mormon and uh, versus Native American battle during this time. Um, so during the fighting, um, Hickman he claims that he killed Old Elk himself in king in single combat, and Old Elk again was the um, that badass, the yeah. badass Native, motherfucker. Yeah. But Native something that Hickman didn't talk about, but everybody else knew about this old elk was sick as fuck during this time like it was winter he was sick he had some like i can't remember it might have been like typhoid even Uh so he was sick as fuck but yeah so he claimed that he killed old elk in single combat and he chopped his head off he took his head and first another fucked up thing is he wrapped his head up in a towel and left it and then watched from afar as like the other braves like came to like see like who was killed in the little battle uh-huh. and they opened up the cloth and found their chief's head the their what? war chief's head in a in a, like a rag and they like freaked the fuck out and Bill Hickman like just stood from afar and laughed. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> okay. Wow, but anyway, psycho. so he took he took Old Elk's head and hung it in um uh, at Fort Utah and at this point they had rounded up like women and children. And he like displayed it so that they all could see. And like, it's like your warrior chieftain. Yeah, yeah, and it's like quoted that like the women and children when they were like distraught, he just stood there and like laughed maniacally. Jesus it's Christ. like the women and children were like Ew. having like a terrible time. Yeah, they're having a terrible time. That's like yeah. such a light way to put it. Um, this is so fucked up. Yeah, and so after that fighting was over, some of the men, um, of some of the Mormon men, went up searched in Provo Canyon, um, in a place that is now officially known as Squaw Peak. Oh my God, love which Squaw we've Peak. all been to. Um, everyone's been to Squaw Peak. Every Mormon has made out and dry humped. Uh-huh. Not Squaw me. Peak. Um, someday, babe, I'll take you there. And I don't want to go to Squaw Peak. Yeah, it's fucking haunted. But it's called that because Old Elk's wife. Uh-huh. Um, they found her. She was already dead. And oh, there are three shit. well-respected explanations for her death. The first, which is widely shared by locals, I even heard this in church growing up, is that she threw herself off a cliff to save herself from being raped and murdered. Oh, shit. Um, or out of grief that her husband died. That's um, sad. Yeah, super sad. The second is she slipped and fell, which is also likely because like, if you've been up there, it's Happens. fucking precarious and yeah. like, it was winter time. And the third was... What the was, fuck she doing up there in winter? She was running from the Mormons. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that were massacring them. Um, the third that... The third saddest explanation is that she was found, raped, and murdered, and left to rot in the snow. Oh, oh my God. Um, so now to my annoying millennial uh, segment. Um, I don't think the term squaw 
should be used ever in like polite company uh -huh. um, because it's actually a derogatory term um, for a woman's genitals. Oh, um, but wait, now oh it, my God, an entire thing is called squappy. Exactly. That's fucked um, up. And, wait, and it's actually, what's the entomology of this? Please tell me. Yeah. So it's actually, um, I, I read a bunch of different etymologies and it was like, some of it is like, it might actually be a Native American word for what? a woman's genitals. Okay. Um, but white people kind of took that on and they use it as like a derogatory term for like a woman. Yeah. Like how you call it, kind of call a woman a cunt. Yeah. Right. yeah. And like really derogatory. But we have a peak and a road and a lot of other things in Utah that if you like search on a map, like maps, like U.S. like geological oh, survey shit. says Squaw Peak. Well, yeah. I mean, we're telling you right now, like we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, like, we've all been it's there. It's not like it's just a place that's named that. It's yeah. like a legitimate place in Utah. It looks like Pride Rock. So it's super fucked up, especially since like it's named after a woman who is possibly raped and killed up there. Damn. And like it's also super derogatory. That's yeah. fucked up. Um, so like let's all be millennials and let's rename it. Let's Ooh. not use it. Just name it Pride Rock. Yeah, Move let's on. name it Pride Rock. Disney, <laughs> it does look like Pride Rock if you if you see it. It literally does. Or just name it <laughs> Spot to Dry Hump. Yeah, <laughs> like Dry Hump Rock. <laughs> dry Hump dry Rock. Dry Hump Rock. Um, so the last very sad thing that I have to talk about from this encounter um, is there was a doctor um, from the East Coast visiting the fort and he thought it would be important to have some more native heads for research. What? And I'm like, I tried to find, I looked all over, I'm like, why the fuck do we want heads? And I'm like, maybe like phrenology bullshit, like in Django Unchained when he like cracks the skull open and like looks at like the bumps on the skull because mm. like phrenology was pretty prominent at the time Yeah. because like racism and shit. But anyway, so he took a bunch of Mormons, they got in a boat, crossed a little part of Utah Lake to a site of one of the battles and they found 50 unburied Ute braves laying there. Jesus. Um, so, like, the Mormons didn't, like, take any uh, time to, like, yeah. keep them together, burn them, bury them. Oh, on, this is on... This is on... No, this Pride is, Rock. like... This is... Um, <laughs> do, you know where, do you know where Lincoln Beach is? No. Uh -uh. Um, no. <laughs> like, Absolutely not. <laughs> the south side of Utah Lake, where Spanish Fork is. Okay, okay yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really close Near to there. Benjamin, where the Benjamin house yes, is? Yes, where the Benjamin oh. house is. Yes, another haunted place another in Utah. Haunted place. I want to so go anyway, there. So they took a... They no, took that's a, demons. He took, I fuck. He took, like, a those few demons. Mormon fuck guys. Demons. He took a few Mormon guys. They, like, rode out there. And like in the count, it talks about the uh, the doctor. He like started like using his uh, medical equipment to uh -huh. cut off that cut off the first head. The but all the other Mormons were like, "Fuck this! This is gonna take forever. It's cold outside." So they just like, <laughs> Corey. so they just so they just like, <laughs> so that they, would be that would be the reason why I wanted it to stop. Like, it's cold. Let's go. You're like, not that you're chopping off heads off a dead body, <laughs> but it's really cold. cold right now. So I think I'm gonna see myself out. Good luck um, to yeah, you, Doc. Bye. Good luck with your horrible shit. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't talk about the tools that use, but it says that they in a very speedy like manner just like chopped 50 heads off what um and there, there are two different accounts one is like shitty and like the doctor like took the heads like removed all the flesh and gunk from the skulls took mm -hmm. them back to the east coast but the more grisly sad version is that once the heads were taken back to fort utah the men who killed these Orly Native Americans? Them. Took them as prizes and oh. placed them on and placed. <laughs> and they, like through the darkest regions. They they, they 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 placed them. They placed them on stakes. And oh shit! They placed them uh, on stakes dark. and just like place them around Fort Utah what as a That's kind of like kind of like a warning. So like, yeah. there's two different explanations, but like we're like back in 1253. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm oh just like, that's, that's like super fucked up, super like sadistic and Ew. scary. And like these men were rough and tumble, but I'm like, that's there's like, no reason to do that. There's like a whole nother level of like yeah. dark yeah. shittiness that like, I'm just like, I'm scared. You fuck that. <laughs> and those are my ancestors. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. So yeah. yeah. So you got to ask the question then. So yeah. anyways, how's your sex life? It's good. <laughs> it's <laughs> this is when we I'm talk sad. about casual stuff. <laughs> Okay, so after we talked about orally raping, I couldn't uh, even tell you what I'm talking, what I'm thinking about right now. That was really upsetting. That was really dark. Yeah, and yeah, just like reiterate for us, like y'all, this is crazy. It's crazy to hear this stuff about the history of the people of the church that you were a part of, and you're brought up, and you never hear any of this. You literally never hear any of this. Because like I didn't even hear any of this um, until tonight's episode. Yeah, in that Utah history class we yeah. learned a lot of this stuff but like oh, cool. it was it was always skewed because the teacher was mormon true well, obviously. everyone's mormon. So they're very like hush hush about it so even though like i remember hearing about the mountain meadows massacre and i remember my yeah. teacher saying like this may have not happened no. like ah. they legitimately they were like a state like they were paid by the state yeah. to teach us this class and then, like, they were like, this may have not happened. Like, we don't know exactly what happened. But, I mean, that's, that's true for, <laughs> that's true for, for every religion. In an extent. You, I mean, you can't say that's oh, just yeah, true yeah. specifically We're not just to back, the Mormons. Yeah. We're like, just that's to, like, true. But it was just, like, yeah. weird to, like, have, like, a teacher be like, here's the Mountain Meadows Massacre. And that's, like, all I ever heard about it. Like, I didn't hear about it till I was, like, 23 years old. I never really fully was like, yeah, the church is, like, what I'm on board with. That's, like, kind of my history with it. Like, because I have no real reason to be, like, yeah, fuck the church. I'm a white, straight male. Well, Corey and I are, and like, it's great. damn. <laughs> You're, okay. like, fuck that church. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm a woman. Careful, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Careful, but, like, I'm a woman. <laughs> like, so I just never really believed. But, like, when I was, like, 22 or 23, I was, like, what? This, like, massacre yeah. happened in southern Utah? I was, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, history is very sad. People are, yeah. were horrible history and still is are currently horrible. Yeah, <laughs> history is, like... It's just sad. It's just the end. Like, the true crime stories, the spooky stories, they're, like, sad events. But this is, like, just a sad multiple events spanning over a long period of time. It's very fucked up. Well, I guess on all those sad notes, Corey, how's your sex life doing? (laughs) It's great. What are we doing? What's going on? Birthday Um, stuff this weekend. Birthday is exciting this weekend. Future people are listening to this. So, at this point, we've already had the birthday stuff. We've already had birthday. We've already watched the Red Perry. We've already... We saw a grinder to hookup today at Cafe Rio. Wait, what? We Wait, saw, what? We saw your grinder hookup guy. Oh, a grinder hookup, yeah, that I've had in the past. Oh, okay, cool. I forgot his name and he remembered my name. But uh, it's like literally the last time we did anything was like eight months ago. Oh, okay. So you're, you're allowed to forget and his name. And he was just yeah. a hookup. Like, Even, actually, probably like 10. Yeah, yeah, just a hookup. Um, I've been watching Letterkenny though. Have you all heard? Yeah, of we just started we watching watched, it. Oh my, we watched like it's the first so like funny. four episodes. It's so, so good. Fucking it's funny. so funny, <laughs> y'all. This is like the weirdest but best show ever. It is right? weird as fuck. My favorite right? are the tweaker tweaker. Yeah. Soft oh my ravers. god. My favorite thing. So I watched like the like four episodes in season three where they're already like developed characters. So oh I was yeah. Like, oh oh okay. my god, they're so funny. But then the intro in the first episode is just literally 20 seconds of them just dancing yeah. in alleyways. <laughs> yeah. it, no no dialogue. It's like 2 p.m. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 2 p.m. And you literally, like, there's no dialogue or anything, but that's the introduction to their yeah. character. They're just like, so like, good. They're just, like, super methed out. Just yeah, like, they're, they're, like, next to a goddamn Kmart. Yeah. Like, it's so <laughs> No, they're outside funny. of a church. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. And the main character, uh, Dwayne? 
I think it's his I name. Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, in real life. Oh my oh, really? god. <laughs> uh, he has a beard and he has oh. like tattoos. Oh yeah, I saw his IMDb. Fuck. He's um, fucking hot. But it's a hilarious show. He's I'm loving it. Hot. I right after I watched like the first two episodes, I asked uh Kai if he'd seen that show and he's like, Yeah, I've seen every episode twice. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell anyone about it because I've been making jokes from Letterkenny for like Oh, three years it, oh, like all and like he's like D&D. he's like i want to like low-key not let anyone know my jokes so oh. i can just like get away with oh, people thinking cute. they're my own jokes i was oh. like fuck we'll you now. kai we'll know now. that's cute <laughs> we'll know well letter kenny's a great show i'm glad yeah, we all so fucking, it. y'all go watch yeah. letter kenny like you need to you need to watch like three episodes yeah and like just know that the first episode you're gonna be weirded out like you will yeah. you will be weirded it's out. like think, white trash workaholic yeah, yeah. I think it's wild that like there's six episodes and it's such a good show that most Americans don't know about it because right? I think it's a Canadian show. It's a Canadian show, yeah. Yeah, like most of. I mean, it's only on Hulu. Saw, it's on yeah, Netflix. we saw like a weird. It's filmed we saw, in Alberta, I think. Yeah, we started seeing uh, uh, ads for it on Hulu. Well, because uh-huh. it's and on we're like, Hulu. We're like, what the fuck is this like weird ass looking show with a bunch of ugly people? Yeah, their dialogue <laughs> is so fucking. Funny. It's so funny. It's so it's quick. Like, it's it's weird and it's exhausting. Like yeah. the first two or three episodes you watch, it's crazy exhausting because they're di- first you have to pay attention to what you have to like mm-hmm. yeah. their accent strong, and then second like their dialogue is just extreme like quick banter yeah, yeah. that you have to follow or you don't get half of the jokes for the rest of the episode. So it's yeah. it's just exhausting, but. It's it's hilarious. I fucking it's, love that it's show. Good. It's yeah, so great. I love that show. So that's my sex life is letter cutting. <laughs> nice. My sex life. <laughs> Let's see. Our so what's your sex life? Our sex life. Our, our one year anniversary <gasps> is Yay. the day after Corey's birthday. Because yeah. Jordan drunk asked me because jo- Jordan drunk asked me last year at Corey's Cute. birthday party. No, it wasn't my birthday party. It was at Tyler's party. Oh, yeah. that yeah, happened but, to be on my same birthday weekend. No, yeah. it'll forever be your fucking birthday party. <laughs> yeah, right. I like brought snacks for you. Oh, <laughs> like, I think true. your wait your actual birthday. No, oh, it's right now. Yeah. Hey, but it was okay. a fun birthday party because we convinced a straight guy to show us his dick. Yeah, and yeah. we learned about a girl that squirts. <laughs> Yeah, and we saw true. a straight guy fight and a we baby did, alligator that I wanted did to see rescue. A guy fight. And I got that was, like the most interesting part of my life. Yeah, it was the straightest <laughs> party Corey and I ever, have ever been to with each other. Awesome. But it, it was all made okay by a straight guy showing us. His and I got I got so drunk that I almost broke vegan edge like ten <gasps> times on this Little is true. Caesars oh pizza. On Little yeah. Caesars fucking pizza, like that the worst the pizza worst. ever. Could have been the worst. And then ever. the funniest thing, I made a best friend because I like grabbed. Rhett. Yeah, Rhett, who I have not seen since, but we became best friends that night. Cause Did I like see that showed us his penis. No, 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 no that's like, CJ. Yeah, oh. CJ showed us the penis, but Rhett was like, I was like looking for snacks. I like went through like a stranger's cupboard, like looking <laughs> it was for Tyler's snacks. cupboard. It was Tyler. Well, there was a bunch of strangers and also Tyler, <laughs> but I was like looking through snacks and i like grabbed marshmallows and you're like jordan marshmallows aren't vegan and i like screamed and threw them and rhett was like i want to be friends with that guy <laughs> and, <laughs> and, yeah, so and then i threw uh i put brown sugar in my underwear yes oh my <laughs> god they had a i was so fucked up yeah, yeah that's that was what I such said. a wild I rescue that was i almost weird. chana stopped me from getting a fight with a vapor guy there was an actual fight <laughs> yeah like Corey and i said like the straight guy fight. it was wild I don't, yeah. y'all, I don't get, like, how do you get drunk and then you get angry and fight people? I don't get it. Oh, I just I either get drunk or emotional or drunk and tired. I'm drunk like, and tired right get, now. I get, I get getting yeah. emotional, but just, like, wanting to fight people. I've gotten, I've gotten angry once while drunk, probably because I'm a straight man. 
No, like um, I, I got like. But like, mad, but I've, never, really, I've never, I've never wanted to like punch someone while drunk. Yeah, you punched me while you're. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> Jesus! Damn. Damn. Edit that out. I've never done that. That never Shut happened, Chana. You're being hysterical. You're being hysterical. I'm a classic woman. You're a classic woman. What am I? Close to my period. But other than that, our sex life's great. Anyways, Chana's done talking. Anyways, I'm no longer part of this podcast. Hello, I am Jordan. I'm the new host. Hey, what's up? Because I have a penis. Simone and I are out because we have vaginas. <laughs> but other than that, our sex like our sex life is good. Yeah. Same old same. Our one year anniversary is this week. Hell yeah. I'm having you know a panic attack only every other day about to lose. So yeah. Big progress on my good. mental health. It's not even every other day now. Like you're you're you seem like you're doing a little bit better. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, sure. But other than that, everything's well, you're been okay. It from me. Everything's been okay. Getting through it. Corey got a new car, a new oh, phone. Yeah. Life no, is yeah, getting better for that. Corey. That. Was that last? The, the past two times we've said that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was not true until this time. But we're still excited true. about it. And it's Corey's birthday right now. Yeah. Corey's birthday currently. I'm 28. I'm 28 Yay. years old. But I guess our okay. biggest question to you guys yeah. is. Anyways. How's. Your. Sex. Life. Yeah. <gasps> Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week.